Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Liz Ames. I am not Al Sterling again. Uh, mm-hmm. Al has done that dumb thing where he left and he left me in charge of the show with Dan. <laughs> We're here with producer Dan. Hey, everybody. And this evening, we are joined by Miss Sarah McMahon. Hello. Thank you for joining us. And we have um, not rocket scientist Travis. We're going with a... We're just, we're just going to call him Mr. T. How about that? That works. He, Mr. T. He pities all the fools. <laughs> he does. So so welcome, welcome, guys. Thank you. Uh, thank you for joining us on this hopefully not train wreck of an episode. <laughs> still early. Hopefully we'll keep it's, it under three hours today. It's still very early. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. We're, we're very excited. We got a show. We got a show for you today. We're uh we're doing a draft. We don't have the draft master in house, but we're going to be doing a draft this evening. So we always have a lot of fun with those. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So we're not just doing any draft. We are doing the geeky awards or the geekies, if you yes. will. So we're going to be putting together the team to put on the award show of geekdom. The award show to end all award shows. Yeah. At least for the year. Forever. <laughs> Forever. That changes the game. It, it does. does. It is. A, it is a game changer. But uh, let's do. Let's do the thing where we're interested in our guests because I'm not a rude host. Yeah. Travis, why don't you, uh, Mr. T? Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Why don't you uh, introduce yourself to the world? Long time listener, first time caller. Uh, long time <laughs> listener since February when I, when I got introduced. Yeah. I uh, love long walks on the beach. Uh, Tijuana Flats. Uh, <laughs> no, sorry. So, uh, <laughs> Travis. Um, Live in China currently. Work uh, work at a university teaching English. Excellent. Uh, oral okay. English, not written English. I'm terrible at pronouncing. Anyway, so. <laughs> I, I think uh, we've actually given you a shout out on the show and mentioned you have? that you played the show for your poor students. We did, and we did oh, one of the no. drafts, the all female. Um, oh, the yeah, save the world from yes. the apocalypse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we did that episode. So I had to stop periodically and explain who people were and show them up, up with as much internet access as I could. Um, <laughs> so awesome. it was a fun. They, they do cool. enjoy listening. So um, I'm going to hopefully play this one in my next class. So awesome. Cool. Yeah. Well, very hi cool. class. Hello, international <laughs> listeners. That's very exciting for us. Yeah. Our our tiny little Orlando local podcast reaching across the world. Yeah. All right, very cool. Well, let's uh, let's do the thing. Guys. Let's do some let's, this week in geek. Let's get into it. Let's get into some this week in geek. Uh, so this is really exciting for me. I don't know if anybody knows this because I don't know if I've ever talked about it, but I, in a former life, was a pastry chef. You sure? So were. Uh, the actor that plays Hot Pie, what's his? Did they mention his? Oh, there it is. You have it. Look at how good our producer is having it up on the slide. So Ben Hockey, Hockey, yeah, Hockey, yeah. I'm the worst. This is why I'm the co-host, guys. Uh, so he he has opened his own bakery uh, where he actually is making and selling the dire wolf bread that we have seen in previous episodes. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and it has the best name of any bakery ever. A, a pun man after my own heart. Yes. <laughs> the name of his bakery is You Know Nothing John Doe. I love it. And I'm just so sad that Al is not here. <laughs> to, to, to relish in the puns. To relish in this incredible pun. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this is, this is, this is pretty cool. Um, he, he is, he's making, he's making the bread. He said he's got a, got a great secret recipe. Um, browns the butter. It's, yeah, he browns, browns the butter. <laughs> What's the secret? I brown the butter. <laughs> I didn't do that. Um, but you can actually buy them online on Deliveroo and they cost about a dollar 30 a piece. So, and, and we're gonna, I, I think, I think we're going to have to have a little, uh, we might have to reach into those deep, deep Patreon coffers. <laughs> yeah. Thanks mom. <laughs> Thanks mom for the dire wolf bread. Yeah. Use some of mom's money for dire wolf bread. I think that <laughs> that's only fitting. Wait, are we going to buy dire wolf bread before we buy tacos? 
Ooh. We should probably buy like equipment first, right? Yeah. Meh. Depends on if you have enough dough. Dire Wolf Bread wins. This is starting off (laughs) so great already. I love it. So yeah, so Dire Wolf Bread is a thing, and uh, we're going to be eating some on the show eventually. Yes. For sure. I'm definitely excited about ordering some. It said that they're made out of whole wheat cornbread with an orange zest. Yeah, Mm. so it sounds sounds a little little organic, a little health conscious, a little artisanal, if you will. Do we know where it's located? Do we know where it's located? I did not see a location. Just like um, obviously, obviously, somewhere off the King's Road, Dan. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, shipping um, from Westeros has got to be a bitch. I mean, yeah, it's like I don't want to pay for delivery. Does yeah. it? Do you think it comes via dragon, or is it going to come over on a ship? Raven. Raven, obviously. Can obviously. the ravens? How heavy is the bread, though? It can't be that. They have heavy. to have, you know, it's light and fluffy. It's like a sparrow carrying two coconuts. Are you suggesting coconuts migrate? <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Excellent. All right, so all right, we've we've ruined this one enough. Let's move along. Get the giggles out first, though, because this is okay. not a happy one. Yeah, no, we're we're moving on to some some more sad news, and uh, you know we don't ever we don't ever like to lose people from from geek culture, but uh, June Frey, um, incredible, incredible voice actor, probably most famous for Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah, um, and just a, a myriad of other. Uh, voice acting jobs that she's done throughout the years. I think Sarah's got a list of a few yeah, of them. Yeah, Sarah, why don't you, why don't you take yeah, this so one? Yeah, so she, she was 99, which is great. You know, at mm-hmm. least she died of natural causes. Um, so she did Rocky and Natasha from Rocky and Bullwinkle. She was Witch Hazel from Dudley Do-Right. Uh, Granny from the Tweety Bird show. Mm-hmm. Um, she was Cindy Lou Who in the classic... Um, the Grinch Stole Christmas cartoon. I think that one wow. that one was the the, the most shocking yeah. one for me. Yeah, because I mean that voice is so high pitched, right? Like, so, and just you know, such a small small child, right? And then um, grandma grandmother Fa from Mulan. Mm-hmm. So I mean, just several things and just a, a few honorable mentions. She did Spider Man and His Amazing Friends, The Bugs Bunny Show, Tiny Toons, DuckTales, Space Jam. Do I, see up, do I see up there uh, Lucifer from Cinderella? Yeah. Yeah. The cat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's she funny. did so many things. Yeah. The list just goes on and on. Like if you look at her IMDb, you will just scroll it's just for amazing. hours. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's crazy. And so. those are just her her acting um, things that she did. She was also the first uh, first lady of voice acting, one of the original members of animation organization um, ASIFA, mm-hmm. and she was the founder of the annual Annie Awards. Oh wow! Very very cool. So. Big bucket of win. Very sad, but very, very full life, very full career, and yeah, you know, we're very grateful for her for her contributions to the uh... culture. There we go. Thank there you. you That's the word I was looking for. It's okay. The words are hard when I drink. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. So, from talking about losing a soul here on Earth, let's talk about a soul stone. Ooh. Shall what, a, we? what a segue. That's what I'm here for. Oh, yes, that, was, nice. that was very good. That making the pretty pictures. Yeah. <laughs> it is gorgeous. So didn't we just like last week talk a, bit, a little bit about the Soul Stone? We did. We did when we were doing when we were doing uh Comic Con coverage, we did talk yeah. about the Soul Stone and what, what everybody's thoughts were what, your guys' Thor. theory is that it's it's gonna show up in Thor. I think the world's theory is that it's gonna show up in Thor, but but a naysayer came out and said no no. Nay, nay. Um, 
Was there a whip with that? (laughs) 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 They think that uh, we might actually be finding the soul stone in Black Panther. Yeah. I I have a crazy theory. What's that? What if that's the one that Thanos already has? Hmm. Wait, do we know that Thanos already has a stone? No, but... But just... What if he, he has one and he just wants all the others? Ooh. This could be just a red heron that we're all looking for in every movie. Right. And they know that we're going to look for it, and they're going to play it up, and then Thanos has already got it. He's got one jewel already in the gauntlet when he arrives on the scene, and he's trying to collect the rest. I don't know. Do we feel like Thanos has soul, though? Mm-hmm. He's kind of cold. He's kind of he stiff. Yeah. You know? I feel like he would be a little cooler. A little. Yeah. Well... Speaking of cool, people think it's going to be in Wakanda. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's the opposite of cool. Wakanda is super cool. Are you kidding me? It's the coolest place ever. Oh, but like cool, like hip, like yeah, not like cold. It was, no. It's like, it's like Africa hot there. Yeah. It's so. literally Africa hot since it's <laughs> Africa. But yeah, so that's, uh, that's, that's one of the theories. I think, it's, I think it's interesting and I think it would be, I mean, I think it would be good for a good move on Marvel's part to not give us what everyone's already expecting. Right. Well, and the thinking uh, here is that in the comic books, the Black Panther has the ability to commune with the former Black Panthers who have passed before him. And so having the Soul Stone would explain that ability much in the way that the uh, Time Stone explains the Eye of Agamotto. Exactly. Even though in the comic books, they're not connected at all. Yeah. I mean, it is a good explanation without just being like, magic and yeah, because things because we said so yeah. so yeah that's interesting we'll have to uh, we'll have to check that out and see it's an interesting see theory. what happens there um i kind of googled a couple of things and mm-hmm. it, um one of the things that people were saying is that actually adam warlock ends up with the soul stone in the comic books right which is the person at the end of guardians 2 so which i don't think they're gonna do because in the comics he had the the, the gem in his head Okay. Mm. Much in the way that Vision does in the the movies. And I think having two characters with Infinity Stones in their head would be a little bit awkward, I think. I don't know much about Adam Warlock. Um, I never read him in the comics Mm -hmm. that I read, but, I mean, that's kind of just what I saw. So it would be interesting for them to take a different pathway with the Soul Stone instead of him having it. I'd love to see him end up with a stone of some sort by the end of the Infinity War. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. I have no idea where they're going with Adam Warlock because that's a guy that you could, he could take over this entire universe basically and be like the new main guy in the MCU if they wanted him to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's just so powerful. Um, But I don't know if they're going to think that he's maybe that marketable. Yeah. We'll see. see. Um, Dan, why don't you you talk about Snopes? Uh, I love Snopes. Snopes is a great place to uh, debunk bullshit. Well, I get into a, I get into a lot of <laughs> nonsense arguments yeah. um, because I care way too much about things that don't matter. Uh-huh. So uh, Snopes has always been there for me. Yeah. Um, and I've mentioned on the show recently that I, I've been in some debates with some flat earthers recently. <laughs> and a place like Snopes is great. To, Which we still really need to get them on the show. Yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we want to give that any credence. In, in, a, uh, in a very civilized manner. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, the organization that funds Snopes, I guess, is having some problems. Yeah. Um, 
So they've they've put up a, a uh, safe Snopes. Yeah. So it looks like they're they're trying to get some some funding for Snopes. Um, I guess people just. I mean, are we are we just not turning to Snopes to debunk our our issues anymore? I think we are. We're just not paying them. Oh, well. Does <laughs> does Snopes have a Patreon? They should. They should get one. Yeah. I hear it's I hear it's a pretty great or thing. some kind of crowdfunding. Some kind of crowdfunding, some kind of something. Um yeah, so I mean, I don't know, I would be sad to see it go. If it's, it by the way, if it seems like we're just kind of steamrolling through this this week in geek, it's because we we, we don't want another 3 hour episode. We sure are. So, I guess we should have started off this episode by apologizing on behalf of ourselves that you had to sit through <laughs> literally 3 hours of content last week if you listened to the But thank you so much for doing it if but you we, did. But we do appreciate it. We really really do. <laughs> we really do. <sighs> All right, well, let's roll into some main topic here. Let's uh, let's get going with this let's draft because I think this is going to be a fun one. Yeah, and this might take a little while, so we'll see. Yeah, so and you know, as if you're if you're uh, if you've listened before, you know how these drafts work. So uh, we are going to go round robin. Is there a technical name? It's for called you? a serpentine draft. So we're going to do a serpentine draft, guys. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we've got five categories. So we need to we need to put on. The geekies. So yes. we are going to be drafting a host. Yes. Because you got to have a good personality. you got to mm-hmm. have a good front man. We're going to be drafting a showrunner. you got to have somebody behind the scenes making sure everything gets done and gets done right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be drafting a set designer because what is a show without a spectacular set? Mm-hmm. We are going to be drafting a director of security because there's going to be you know a lot of people that are uh, at risk of getting taken down by some crazies. So you got to have somebody there to protect him. And what is a show without... A venue, so mm-hmm. we're going to be choosing our show location as well. And these all have to come from geek culture and be fictional people or places. Oh, I got to rewrite my whole thing. Uh oh. Well, it was just me, 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 <laughs> oh. me, <laughs> my house. Okay. So I win draft. Mm. <laughs> Sorry about your luck. <laughs> all right. So uh, guests and ladies first. So okay. Sarah, we're going to start with you. And you do not have to go in any particular order. So you may, you may draft whomever from whichever category you would like first. Excellent. Well, I'm going to start with my MC. So um, I'm actually going to go with uh, Ruby Road from Fifth Element. Oh, I knew. Took one of mine. Uh-oh. <laughs> I knew somebody was going to have that Took one. one very good, very good. The guy's awesome. Like, he, he just... I don't know, the way he talks and like how fast he talks, like he would make a perfect MC. I like it. Like it. Like it. <sighs> I'm All right, Travis. Because I don't All have right, that Ms. many people. All on right, Mister T. I'm not as All prepared right. as usual. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, location first. Okay. And going with Imagination Land from South Park. <laughs> very okay. nice. Very okay. nice. No particular reason, just it's yeah. just, just your because, imagination. You, just, because. Yeah, just because, absolutely. Well, yeah. it's imagination land, so obviously you can have whatever kind of a whatever kind of venue you want in that in that scenario. All right, uh, I am actually going to go MC first, and I actually went with uh, Caesar Flickerman, nice from the Hunger Games, okay. because who else is better at MCing a show than a guy that makes a show about killing each other, <laughs> really light and fun and perky, right? With his crazy hair and makeup. <laughs> Okay. Um, all right. I'm I'm going to go location first also just because I only came up with one. Uh-oh. And I don't want to lose it. <laughs> right. Thank you, Sarah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, this is going to be the, – the geekies are going to be taking place kind of within another event for, for me. Okay. Uh, so we're going to be doing this at the Stark Expo. Oh, oh very yeah. nice. So it will be very part nice. of the whole – 
Tony Stark extravaganza. All right, all right, yeah. all right. I like Fantastic. it. Fantastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. So, oh, I get to go again. Yeah, oh, I forgot. This is great. Serpentine. Awesome. On, I win. Dan. Okay. So I'm going to take my, uh, I've got a location. Well, okay. Yeah. I'm just going to go with my, my showrunner now since I have a location. I want somebody that knows that location and that is going to be a boss backstage. Sure. So who better than Pepper Potts? Oh, yeah. Incredible. Incredible choice. You know? Oh, and we got Travis uh, scratching off an nice. A on the list. Just my number three. Just my number three. Awesome. Okay. All right. I'll take it. Awesome. Good stuff. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm going to go showrunner next then. Okay. okay? Uh, because I don't have that many options for showrunner because I really just don't grasp the concept of what the heck a showrunner is. <laughs> You don't know what a showrunner is. <laughs> I had a, I had the hardest time with one. I was with this one. I was like showrunner, showrunner. Um, eh, think, like a think stage director. Yeah, stage director. Yeah. Stage director. Okay, and so you know, so your stage director obviously has to be somebody that cares a lot mm-hmm. and um, is is you know going to be very worried about the details, making sure that everything gets done right mm-hmm. and sure. making sure that everything gets done in a timely manner so you're going to want somebody with a sense of urgency yeah okay so yeah. uh i went with the white rabbit from alice in wonderland oh nice. okay i actually okay. thought about right. that that's that's great <laughs> what was the other one that you already had there so you got the white rabbit and i've got the white rabbit i've got a uh, caesar flickerman as my mc okay that's that's quite a team it is <laughs> so put together so all right all right, so Lots of vests and pocket watches. Mr. T, you're up. All right. So for my MC, I'm going to go with uh, Jeannie from Aladdin. Robin ah, Williams. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Or or Will Smith. I mean, you know, we haven't heard Ooh, him. But yeah, Ooh. we'll see. We'll see how that one turns yeah. out. <laughs> All right, nice. Sarah, what you got? Um, for showrunner, I went with the Oracle, Barbara Gordon. We think alike because oh, that was my other showrunner. <laughs> I only had two showrunners, and that was the other one. Oh. <laughs> it's because I listen to the show so much. I guess so. You know, and when it comes <laughs> to draft excellent. time, I think you always win. Oh, so. well, well, thank you. Ah, whoa. Well, so far, this I think I've said no pretty well. <laughs> we don't need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> right, oh, so. I didn't know we brought, again, I didn't know yeah. we brought Sarah on just to butter Dan up. again. Woo. Um, so I'm going to go with set designer, and I actually went with uh, Bowser. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he creates all the worlds. Of course, he would be a great set designer. That makes a lot of sense, actually. But does he also, I mean, is there going to be a princess held captive backstage? You know, you don't know. (laughs) I mean, there could be dungeons and like weird Mario music going on, but hey. Mario's going to come through and like (laughs) smash a bunch of, the Goombas are going to be the ushers, and then Mario's going to come through and like. Tall flagpole on stage left. (laughs) (laughs) Stage left? Right. Yeah, because it would be on the right to the audience. Yeah. I did theater for one year in high school. Guys, nice. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. All right. Who's up next? I am. Mr. T. <clears throat> so I want to go ahead and take, um, so by director of security, we're going to go with Commissioner Gordon. Okay. Nice. I like it. Very good. Very That'll good. work. All right. I'm going to go with set de- designer next because even though I said we don't have to go in any kind of order, I'm just going to go in order. I'm also <laughs> going to give you your pen back. Thank you. <laughs> um, I, so for set designer, I actually am going to go with Euron Greyjoy because anyone who what? can build 1,000 ships <laughs> with, no wood. With, with no, no wood, wood should be able to magically come up with all of the materials to make just an incredibly intricate set for an award show. And he'll have it done in an hour. Oh, he'll have it done in 15 minutes. I have questions that we'll save till later. Absolutely. (laughs) 
Don't forget to uh, stay tuned for Aves on Thrones. <laughs> Where we talk more about Euron Greyjoy and his magical shipbuilding Boy, abilities. Boy, will we. Okay, so I'm going to take my director of security, and uh, I'm just going to stick with somebody who's done the job, who who knows the job, and who never gets enough credit for his good ideas, (laughs) because Picard, I'm sorry, he can be a bit of a dick sometimes, so Lieutenant Worf, I will take you as my director of security. Nice, very nice. nice. Right, but the first person that tries to infiltrate infiltrate the show is just going to come in and kick Worf's ass. (laughs) Well, he's just in charge. That's, he's not, that's a he's, really bad director of security. Well, that was my question was a director yeah. of security. Is this person doing actionable things or is this person just organizing it? That's the biggest uh, question. I'm, I'm going with organizing. Yeah, yeah that, commander. Yeah. That, makes, that makes a lot yeah. of sense. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So he's going to get his ass kicked, but at least he'll direct everybody else to protect, <laughs> the, to protect the show. <laughs> oh, Lord. Awesome. Al, what have you done? Um, so next up, I've got my host. Uh-oh. Oh, we lost him. We lost him. Oh, we got hey, him. Hey, hey, to, everybody. Hey, Patreon. <laughs> so okay, that we so. can our soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what they say in show business. Or that's, hey. that's live television for you. Exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm going to go with my set designer. And um, I'm going to give this one to Cordelia Chase. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I could see She's it. She's put on a prom or two before. Yeah, and she, she can has. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like it. Is it back to me? We're going back to me. Yep. Yes. My turn. Okay. So for my director of security, um, because you know, I really, I really just want someone in there that I know is going to make sure that, that nothing goes wrong and that anybody that messes up is, you know, going to be taken care of properly. So for my director of security, I have gone with a random dementor. Oh, just any, just any, you know, All right. dementor number 172. Okay. Nice. I, like I didn't know it. they were numbered. I had 172. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guy. <laughs> Shucks. Uh, all Very right. Nice. So back to me. That's you. Um, I'm going to go with showrunner, and I'm going to go with Ziggy from Quantum Leap. Ah. Uh, Ziggy. Yeah. He's going to, okay. you know, hit his calculator a thousand <laughs> times. And- <laughs> but it gets done. It you know, but it's going to be a very calculated. It would oh. be. That was, yes. that was, I'm, no, I'm not even proud well, of that Ziggy's one. Ziggy's the I'm computer, so sorry, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're thinking Al. Oh, Al, that's his name. Yeah. Okay, yep, yep. Yeah. Ziggy sends Al. Right, right, right. And yeah. I thought I thought of Zordon, but I was like, can Zordon actually do anything? Besides be racist? <laughs> we didn't go there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now next to Sarah. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Um, director of security, I I went with Danny Pinkman. Okay. The commander of Cybermen. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I Interesting mean, he's choice. a soldier. You yeah. Know? He knows how to lead. So I think I think he would make an excellent director of He'll security. He'll just upgrade anybody that gives you shit. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like it. Yeah. And then they just become part of your security staff. There you go. It works. I mean, it totally works. Yeah. I'm and then, in. Uh, and then me again. So so last one, show location. Um, I'm actually surprised no one has picked this yet. I'm going to go with Hogwarts. Oh, you okay? But like, where in Hogwarts? <laughs> oh, okay. So, well, the Great Hall, of yeah, course. Yeah, I mean, one. you've got the candles. And... I know it's just such a perfect location. Yeah, I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I got a, I got a good number two. All right. So next up, we've got oh, Mr. T. One. Yeah, last one for me. So wait, Master T? 
Mr. T. You, because you said Master T. Did I? And I think I like that better. <laughs> Master T? No. Oh, he's Master cringing. T. He's cringing. We don't like Master T. We'll talk T. about that later. Okay. Uh, oh. <laughs> so, this is my last one. I saved this one for last because I'm, I'm so torn. Okay. Um, I've got Seneca Crane from mm-hmm. the... My, yeah, sorry. Uh, Hunger Games. And then Jigsaw. So I'm torn between Ooh. Jigsaw and Seneca Crane. And this is for... The, this is for the set designer. Set designer. Yeah. Because, well, he is the mm. game master that is... I know. That's that is so... I don't know. I'm, sorry. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and just stick with Seneca Crane. Yeah, yep. you don't want to just kill all of the winners, do you? <laughs> well, now he didn't kill them. Jigsaw he... gave them a choice. So, like in the middle, in the middle of the. That's not an award. <laughs> in the middle of the show, we're just going to have we're just going to have like random like a wave's going to come crashing through the. Well, oh, I like the stage, yeah. Yeah. Or there's going to be weird mutant dogs just that come in and try and kill everybody. Florida weather, just where you <laughs> just come on, you umbrella, gym shorts. Every category shorts. is a tie, and the the winner lives. Like <laughs> of the, they they have to like do one of Jigsaw's crazy tests. It's all a charade. I'm the winner. I love it. So. I there love it. But okay. he's not going with Jigsaw. He went with Seneca Crane. Right. Dude. I was just trying to figure out how that would have worked. No. Oh. Me all. too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What you got, Liz? All right, all right. So, so back to me. So, since I uh, since I can't have the Great Hall, mm-hmm. I was actually I'm actually going to give a shout out to uh, Emily Chance on this one because she did. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Someone helped me with my draft, huh. and uh, and this was an incredible idea. Hey, no one said you can't bounce ideas off of your friends. Um, she is she is uh, she's actually traveling with Al right now. Um, I'm sorry, Emily. Yeah, right. <laughs> we came up with uh, Asgard. And instead of a red carpet, guests would enter the rainbow, on the rainbow, rainbow bridge. bridge. Nice. nice. Huh? Huh? Not like too it. shabby. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Very nice. Okay. So I have an MC to pick, and this could be the end of it. So I'm torn a little bit here. Do tell. Unfortunately, from what I know about the three of you, none of you are going to know one of my options. Because I was going to go with Mr. Nancy from uh, American Gods. Oh, uh, wait, no, wait, have I, wait, have I gotten to Mr. Nancy yet? Uh, I am on episode three. I think he's on episode four. Ah, uh, one short. That's where he comes in. But I feel like it's familiar. But he's a great storyteller. He's Orlando Jones. Plays no, him. he's in the first episode. He's in the first episode on the ship. Yeah, that's on the ship, but I think that's, it's not the first episode. Yeah, it is. So it's got to be at least the second. Maybe it's the second. <laughs> but anyway, he's Actually, awesome. now that I think about it, it's definitely the second. He wears great suits. He, he does tells wear great, great suits. stories. And how awesome is Orlando Jones? And I know right? we talked about this before when you guys originally started talking about American yeah. Gods, but now I've started watching it, so it's like I'm just going to start bringing up old stuff again. That's and be fine. Like, oh my God, have you guys seen this? I'll talk about American Gods anytime you want. I also just started watching uh, Jessica Jones through again so I can finally like finish it this time, so I'm going to come back and be like, oh my God, you guys, have you heard about this new show? <laughs> this is so cool. Like they should totally do something with this. They should like do a spin-off with all of these characters. What so, a great idea. So the other idea besides Mr. Nancy would be Lorne, the host from Angel. Oh, oh I yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I he's like a that song a and dance man. He's yeah. a host. I like him. I'm gonna go with him. Because yeah. he is the host. Yeah, he okay. is the host. Okay. So, boom. I dig really it. Good. I, I win draft. It. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. We whoa. have not okay, hold on. What? Too soon. We gotta we gotta recap. We got we got we got everybody we gotta get everybody to like say their whole thing. That's fine. But I won. You don't win. Don't don't the listeners choose who wins? Yeah. I, but I think that's the way it goes, yeah. Hey guys. Just, saying. just you know. Choose the right person. All right, Dan, give us your full lineup. What you got? 
All right. So my host is Lorne, the host. And then I've got my showrunner, Pepper Potts, my set designer, Cordelia Chase, my director of security, Lieutenant Worf. Okay. And my show location is at the Stark Expo. All right. I like it. I like it. All right. So I've got, uh, I've got Caesar Flickerman as my MC. I have uh, the white rabbit running around behind the scenes, making everyone very nervous, mm. uh, but making sure that stuff gets done on time. I've got uh, Euron Greyjoy as my magical set designer <laughs> um, with our with I, our thousand scene changes. Just trying to picture those two working together, <laughs> your, your set designer and your stage manager. <laughs> Um, the rabbit dies by the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, yeah. By the beginning gets, of the and gets, show. <laughs> and gets turned into a very intricate hat. <laughs> uh, I've got a, a Dementor as my director of security. And uh, the show is going to be held at Asgard. That's not going to go well. No. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not great. I don't think I win draft, guys. <laughs> I think Maybe. I win disaster show. It could work. <laughs> Um, so Mr. T again. So let's see. My MC is Aladdin or Genie. Sorry, Genie from Aladdin mm-hmm. with uh, Ziggy being the showrunner and Seneca Crane is my set designer with Commissioner Gordon as the director of security. And we're all in the wonderful place called Imagination Land. Very That's nice. Not bad. Very nice. That's not bad. Either that or Flossed in Paradise from Fifth Element. So I won't oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. And then um, for MC, I have Ruby Road. From Fifth Element, uh, showrunner is the Oracle Barbara Gordon. Uh, set designer, I have Bowser because you know mm-hmm. he makes an awesome dungeon. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, director of security, Danny Pinkman. Um, and show location, I went with the Great Hall of Hogwarts. All right. Yeah. Like Although it. I do I like have it. to say, as as Arnold honorable mentions um my husband helped me come up with a show location of the sky city from final fantasy 12 Ooh. yeah that would have been fun i like that one yeah, i was gonna use god I didn't shout out to chris for that but i couldn't do it <laughs> <laughs> all right folks so let us know on the facebook page or the twitter or any of the places what you think about the draft who you would have picked and who you think won yeah. our our little draft here tonight. I want to do a little bonus draft question. For, okay. For yeah. you guys. What uh what give me like what do you think your top 3 categories would be in the geekies? Like uh, award, like what would the awards be? That I could win? Well, that anyone could that win. That anyone could mm. win. Gotcha. Darn, it's all about me. <laughs> I would go best superhero. Yeah. Okay. Uh I would go best alien. Okay. Ooh. And I would go best knight. Ooh, all right, all right. I like that. I would have to go with, like, best fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe... Hmm. See, I would, I, would like, I would like to do kind of like a... Like, we'd have, we'd have a hero, you know, like, heroes categories and villains categories and oh, yeah, subcategories yeah. within those. Yeah, heroes like, and villains. Like, uh, you know, you know, best... Uh, best death scene. Best death scene, best, best, oh, uh, you know, best defeating the villain, best diabolical yeah. plan, best non-powered hero, best, yeah, Ooh. best sidekick, friend zone, best, mm. uh, best maniacal laughter, yeah, sidekick or not sidekick, <laughs> like but like sidekick or partner, yeah, or, or like Robin would go under that, yeah, yeah, confidant, yeah, Ned, Ooh. you know, yeah, 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 like Ned from Spider Man or. Or uh, happy. 
Oh, happy. What about, like pet support, like like in like in Jasmine's got the tiger. Like, yeah. Just different categories like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Support animal. You like, know all those all those dogs they have on friend. Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, all those dogs. Okay, so and we're gonna go into B roll in a minute, and then after that, you know, you'll you'll listen to the music, and then we've got our Amazon Thrones, and we're gonna introduce a new segment to Amazon Thrones. You know, I'm gonna talk about it now, even though we're not into that segment it's yet, just fine. because she can't listen to the actual Amazon Thrones because right um, spoilers, yeah, because because spo- all of the spoilers. So <laughs> my my dear dear friend Kelsey Rose just started watching Game of Thrones. Literally and, um, today. Literally today. And so even as we were setting up to record this evening, uh, she's been live texting me as she's, well, I think she's probably got to be on at least episode three now because yeah. she's kind of binging uh, episode three, season one. And uh, so we're going to be introducing a new segment into Ames of Thrones called, uh, you know, nothing, Kelsey Rose. <laughs> and we're going to be, we're going to be reading some of her texts uh, because they are amazing. <laughs> it's just so incredible. And this girl's heart is going to be broken oh, in so many pieces. It's shattered. It's beautiful. Just destroyed. So Kelsey, uh, Kelsey, shout out to you. Thank you're, you. We've and been also enjoying you're your texts. We've been enjoying it's, all of the texts. Just please keep them coming. Cause this is going to be a great bit. Don't give up. All right. Uh, so let's talk about some, uh, some, some robot wars. Yeah. If you will. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so excited about this B-roll. Are you? I'm so excited about this B-roll because my man Elon knows what's up. Yeah. My man Elon is on my side. Yeah. I don't know. So what basically. I don't think either guys, these guys haven't quite figured out. I don't think they do either, but I mean, Elon. So what we got going on here Elon is. Elon doesn't uh, make any sense in this. Elon. <laughs> Does, does Zuckerberg? So Elon, so so Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg are feuding right now over feuding the, billionaires. The dangers of AI. Babies. Sounds like a running theme. Yeah. Here on For Geek's Sake, mm-hmm. doesn't it? It does. And uh, it appears that uh, Elon is in in your court of we must prevent uh, robot overlords from ever taking over. Right. Yeah, because um, me and Elon are getting on our private spaceship and we're going to Mars together, guys. Whereas Zuckerberg is on me and Al's side, where you know we welcome our robot overlords I with think, open arms. I think twist Zuckerberg is the robot overlord. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting ready to be. So, He's going to uh, upload his consciousness into a robot and just take over the world. <laughs> He's going to be Ultron. One nice. Facebook profile at a time. Yes. Hey, guys, uh, stop using Facebook Messenger. <laughs> I just reading that article, I, it just made me frustrated because I'm like, just build your tunnel, build the solar panel farms, build, build X.com. I'm tired of checking this every five minutes and it's just a stupid X in the left top left corner. And then give me a dislike button option already on Facebook. <laughs> like, that's all I care about. I don't care about anything else. There's, there's a frown face. I get it. But the, the button that goes down. <laughs> thumbs down. We need thumbs the thumbs down. down. What, maybe the AI will create the thumbs down for us one day. Maybe. Or for themselves. So basically, so, so in this whole thing, um, Elon, Elon is coming out and saying that uh, AI is, well, in 2014, he said AI is our biggest existential threat I've been saying this for years. Finally, somebody credible agrees with me. Um, Earlier this month, he told a gathering of U.S. governors, I keep sounding the alarm bell, but until people see robots going down the street killing people, they don't know how to react react because it seems so ethereal. Coming from the guy who makes the self-driving cars. True. Very true. The robots that are going to be going down the street killing people. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe he knows something that we don't. Maybe he knows that his robots are going to kill people. Yeah. Yeah. 
I maybe, think he does. Maybe that's why he's building his tunnels for so he can stay away. Maybe that's why he's <laughs> taking us to Mars because he knows he knows the he war, knows a thing or two. The Great War is coming. What if uh, they're not really self-driving? What if it's Elon driving them for them and they just don't know it? How awesome would that be? <laughs> like he's just got an army of the like from Guardians. Yeah, yeah. The, nice. uh, uh, what do they the call city, themselves? Because no. it's not real. Uh, it's not real. The uh, and that's nothing about geek culture at all. <laughs> oh man, somebody help us out here. The, the sovereign. sovereign. There yeah, we go. Yeah, Thank yeah, you, Dan. Yeah. Like oh, Eli's usually the guy in the background. Like, <laughs> oh, that one hurt. That was bad. Shame on us. That sucked. <laughs> hurt my head. So you yeah, had to pull that way far back in the back. Yeah. So you had to go Eli, back like five movies. Eli, Elon Musk has an army of the sovereign driving self-driving cars yeah. towards like our it. destruction. So basically, so Zuckerberg stance on this, and probably because he's trying to bank off of AI. Um, sure, he wants this to succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, is that he's just like, no, you know, stop, stop telling people. <laughs> what did he say? Uh, Elon Musk said that um, I've talked to Mark about this. His understanding of the subject is pretty limited. <laughs> and, uh, Which is amazing because Mark Zuckerberg's entire house is AI. Right? Like he programmed everything. And uh, and so Mark Zuckerberg is coming back saying that no, this is never going to happen. They're not going to. They're not going to get that smart. They're not going to take over. I mean, but didn't we just see Google teach itself how to walk or something? We did. Yeah. We saw, like, so we saw the AI teaching itself how to walk without yeah. being taught how to walk. Right. It right. just, it was just told to move itself from one point to another. So it started replicating uh very, very human like movement. Scary. That was mm-hmm. the yes. scariest thing I've ever seen. Absolutely terrible. Like so funny, Oh, hilarious, but also not, <laughs> Yeah. but also hilarious, but also terrifying. Like scary funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that spider-looking thing was ter- just terrifying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, can you imagine that thing hopping down the street at you? Well, or the, just the predator, like the aliens from Aliens Predator, like the little baby sucking on your face. Yeah, that's what it reminded me. Exactly. So that was creepy. And uh, so, okay, so what did we what did we come up with? We so we had an article out that mm-hmm. talked about AI communicating in its own language, and then we had something else come out saying, and now and that I that believe, was wrong. and Zuckerberg came out and said, no, this didn't happen. Right. Basically, what Facebook is trying to create is an AI that can um, basically have hold a conversation with you and like come together on an agreement, like make business deals and such. Yeah, it's a, it was like it's like a negotiation. It's trying to teach it negotiation. Yeah. Strategies Tactics. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, there's, you know, we, we put out an article and it's, it's you know, basically two AIs are communicating with each other and trying to negotiate with each other and saying, well, Kind of like when you used to take Furbies and you'd you put two of them in this. front of each other and they talk back and forth. Sure. And it was like, oh, that's evil. Burn That's them. scary. <laughs> Kill them with fire. Um, but <laughs> Listen, now, my Furby started talking from my closet in the middle of the night, and I'm pretty sure there were no batteries in it. So, well, yes, But now we're just day. talking about you know two computers that have the entire internet at their disposal. Right. Um, and what these two did was it, like they were supposed to be negotiating over the number of balls that they would exchange between each other. And the, the conversation made no sense to humans, but apparently they came <laughs> up with some form of an agreement. Um, and yeah, and it was just like, I don't know what's happening on the other side of the table, but we just made Sarah, Mr. T just made Sarah snort. (laughs) Oh, it's because they're cousins and because they're arguing about balls. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, if if you look, if you look up, uh, if you look at the article, they actually have a a clip of the, of the conversation between the two AI and it's like one ball. A ball to me, 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 to
Didn't we just have an article though about like the AI learning? Like it, but they turned on a robot, and then the mm-hmm. robot was like, "Kill must kill all humans," and they shut it off real quick. Like, oh, this is dangerous. We shouldn't do that. Well, that's what they're saying didn't happen. Well, that's what right. Mark Zuckerberg oh, okay. is saying okay, 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 didn't okay. happen because he he's obviously developing uh, okay. this. Right. right. You know, but apparently this. these robots right. like to like not just talk to each other, but like chant at each other. <laughs> <laughs> to me, to me, to me. <laughs> that will be stuck in my head. And, the rest somewhere, of the and somewhere in that chant, I believe that they have like their own language that they're ah. communicating with. I mean, yeah. Being toad and pitch. Yeah, that yeah. seriously okay. sounds like a year or two away from that creepy Black Mirror episode where like she downloaded the internet into her robot husband. Did, mm-hmm. you, did you see that one? No, I haven't oh seen that God. one. I haven't either, no. It's a creepy episode. Black Mirror well, okay. gets me on a level that I'm not always ready to like deal with. Right. Because it's not scary. There's nothing scary about Black Mirror. No, no. But it makes my brain feel bad. Oh, yeah. It makes you think. <laughs> and I, I'm, now, I'm an overthinker to begin with, so... Mr. T here, uh, you teach a, a language class in uh, China. I do, yes. Now, and, and I'm not sure about the different Chinese languages, but I know in some different languages, specifically in Asia, inflection and the way that you say something can mean as much as the actual sounds that you make. Sure. So the most frustrating thing about Mandarin that I've came up with, because I, I went to China knowing zero mm-hmm. Mandarin, zero bit of it. So I know, I'm know i teaching English and I can't even speak English, but uh, <laughs> I'm from Kentucky, so don't hold it against me. Um, so the most frustrating thing about Mandarin is they, they use the four-tone four, four tone system. And so in English, no matter what tone we use saying tree, it still always means tree. Right. But in Mandarin, if you say tree, 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 it's like five different things, depending on how your tone and your speech. So it's actually very frustrating to learn. So yeah. that's what I'm thinking with the to me, to me, to me, to me, to me, right. is ah. that the way that it's saying it is more important than what it's actually saying. Yes, I would assume so, because the, 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 the tone, the pitch, the speed, all of it's going to determine on what they're actually saying. So, so I, I still think that our robot overlords are working hard at their uh, impending arrival. So yeah. I've got it pulled up here. So essentially the, the, the basis of the conversation is supposed to be uh, there's they're 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 bringing in very simplistic things like books, hats, and basketballs, and so they give. I believe they give it an example, and one you know one person is supposed to say, "Yes, I would like the hats and the books, but I wouldn't like any of the balls." And then the other one comes back and says, "Well, you can have two of the hats, all three books, but only one of the balls. I'd like to keep two of the balls." And then they go back and forth, and it's like, "Well, no, I would like this," and they negotiate. And so the actual conversation between these two AIs is. I can I I everything else. Balls have zero to me to me to me to me to me to me to me. First AI. You I everything else. Alice. Balls have a ball to me to me to me to me to me to they're called Bob and Alice. Bob and Alice. So when this first came out, uh it was it was kind of a terrifying concept of like, oh my god, they're speaking to each other. It's happening, it's so scary. And then you read that and you're like Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it almost sounded like there was, like, the last one almost sounded like it was saying, I also want balls, so mm-hmm. two for me, two for me, two. It just it sounded very similar, like there was actual conversation. Well, it's it's mm-hmm. T-O me, so it's like, give them to me. It's right. just saying, give them ah. to me, but then it's just like freaking out and glitching gotcha. out and give them to me, to me, to me, hmm. to me. Oh, no balls to me, no balls to you. To me, to me, me. Gotcha. kill humans, okay. kill humans. Exactly, kill humans. exactly. I mean, pretty humans. much, that's what they're really saying. Mm-hmm. Let's stop talking about balls. We're going to kill all humans. <laughs> what started as, a, as an innocent exchange of... Balls. Of uh, fake goods turned into the death and destruction of the human race. 
So, uh, yeah, you can catch me on Mars, guys. Uh, yeah, this so, is, well, this we is all, my official resignation as co-host. We all know where Liz's <laughs> stance is on this. And yeah. We all know where my stance is and Al's stance is. What, what do you guys think? Where do you come down? When the robots take over, are Ladies you going to bow first. down? Are you going to resist? Are you going to become, you know, Ooh. motor oil? I'm <laughs> Like Liz. Right. We're going to turn her ass over <laughs> and turn her into some fucking motor oil. Can't turn me over from Mars. I mean, I guess it depends on what side is you winning. You can't afford to get like. that. Oh, boo. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the Iron Bank of Bravos. Okay. Yeah, right? Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, for me, I want to say I would resist, but I have to look at my life and realize I depend on technology every single day, mm-hmm. all day long. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to have to go with uh, Dan. I agree. I just get upset when Wi-Fi goes down. So, I mean, I could totally uh, bow down to our robot overlords if they give me Wi-Fi all the time. Yeah. One day. One day I'll find somebody. We could have worse leaders. <laughs> we'll be on my side. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's do some shameless plugs. Sounds Shall good. we? Yeah. Where do you want to start? Oh, am I starting? You're, you're hosting. You know what I'm going to plug. Oh, can I do it? Yeah. She would like to plug, uh, don't forget the roller derby, the local roller derby, and mm-hmm. your uh, favorite roller derby girl is... Uh, Myself. Blood- no. April Bloodgate. April, April Bloodgate. Sorry, yeah. I Bloodgate. fail. Sorry. That's me. Yeah, that's you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got a game coming up on August 12th. Woo! Uh, it's going to be our uh, one of our travel teams, our B team, and then I have a game coming up on August 20th, so you can come out and see me get wrecked, which will be fun. Nice. Yeah. And I guess I'm going sh- to shamelessly plug Sierra Nevada sidecar. Very nice. Ah. Uh, because there was one left in the fridge from when we were recording last week. And it's pretty delicious. <laughs> and I like beer. And that's all. Dan, go. As always, you can find me at EpicEventsOrlando.com for all your DJ service needs. Woo-woo. And uh, let's see. I always like to, you know, give a recommendation of one of my favorite podcasts. So let me work on that. Come back to All me. right. Come back to Dan. Sarah. Well, while you are working on that... Um, I am going to shamelessly plug Pokemon Go. I know everyone's forgotten about it. Throwback. I am, but my husband and I have never quit. They just put out a big update, right? It's huge. The legendary birds are out. Oh my goodness! For real, I saw your Facebook post. You caught what an Articuno? I caught an Articuno and a Lugia, and now the um, Valor bird is out. And oh, so, okay. Like super Dan, what? seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like over here geeking hard. Sorry, I was and- mugging for the camera. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm excited about it. Like I think I know everyone's given up on it, but honestly, um I I started getting on Discord and Pokemon Go Orlando and it's really a great community. Yeah. Um, we all get together. Like you tell people on there, hey, there's a, a Lugia here. And literally 20 people will show up because it takes that many to take down one of these legendary birds. Oh, so. that's awesome. So now oh. it's so now it's getting more. You, yeah. you have to work together. Right. You have to work together. And you meet a lot of good people that yeah. way. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I miss it. Yeah, I missed it. I was it was so exciting. It was and it was about a year ago that it it came out. So yeah, it was a year about a year ago. A little over a year ago. One year anniversary. Yeah, I had just started it before I went to China last year. Yeah, with them, and Mm -hmm. then I got to China 
banned. I'm like, I can't do this here at all. Banned? <laughs> yes, yeah, it, they don't have no it in China. Why? So I spent this entire year like, come on, I can't wait to get home so I can do this. And as soon as I landed, Pokemon Go. Like, <laughs> That's amazing. Like, yeah. So uh, yeah. why? It's because it's um, it's a Japanese company and there's a huge still tension between Japanese and Chinese. And Well, it's oh. even banned in, yeah. in Japan still. Like Is they it? don't have it in Japan yet either. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, get out there in Pokemon Go, people. Yeah, seriously. I, I would imagine the internet in general might be a little bit different over there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely. <laughs> but um, instead of doing a shout-out, can I do... Or sorry, instead of doing shameless plugs, can I do a couple of shout-outs? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Shameless oh, cool. shout-outs. Shameless shout-outs. <laughs> shameless time. Shameless time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shameless is a good show. Anyway, um, <laughs> so for me, I'm go- I've got my friends back in Taiwan, China. We're going to start doing our podcast maybe, and just so shout-out to the crew. Um, shout out to the McMahons of Sanford and Lynn of Longwood and to the <laughs> Welches in Tampa, Renfro's in Kentucky, and then all the beautiful girls all over the world, <laughs> especially the ones in Siberia. Anyway. Nice. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, so we're going to move into Al's least favorite segment of the show which oh, is did you quickly becoming oh, yeah. my favorite segment podcasts? of the show oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah, wait, yeah, yeah 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 go back to you go back you to know you. Go what back to your... i'm gonna give it to uh, uh there's no place like tara our friends there you go yeah. um, I, I listened to their show last week and they basically said almost the exact same thing that i said about stargate origins so we are uh we are on the same wavelength with that so I think this is a, check them out a beautiful friendship it is that is blossoming and i like it it's good stuff all right i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm going to go off the rails a little bit here. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Because dad's not here. <laughs> so you know how we do Liz's mom? Yeah. Wait. Oh, mom, I'm so sorry. Uh, do you know how we do the segment <laughs> Liz's mom? <laughs> Liz's mom's <Funny> jokes. <laughs> Liz's mom's jokes. Funny mom puns. We need, we need, better, we need a better title for that. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, so, Liz's so, mom. So Sarah... <laughs> Also enjoys puns. I love puns so much. And and because I love puns so much, and because for all intents and purposes, I'm the host tonight, I'm going to let Sarah have a pun before Yay. I tell my mom's joke. <laughs> and then Al's probably going to fire me next week. But Sarah, what you got? Because you said you had a good one. I do. So my absolute favorite joke, um, how do you wake Lady Gaga up in the morning? How? You poke, poke, poke her face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I almost said it out loud, but I'll let you do it. <sighs> I love it so much. Oh. All right, guys. What do you get when you cross the Atlantic with the Titanic? Dead. <laughs> about about <laughs> halfway. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we at Freaky Sake would like to formally apologize to any uh, family members of any uh, survivors. survivors of the Titanic. <laughs> Jack could have definitely fit on that door. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh. That's I'm just awesome. Saying. Thanks, Liz's mom. <sighs> Thanks, Liz's mom. Mom, mom, my mom, me, mom. That's Kathy. Thanks. Yeah. You're the greatest. Please keep donating so that we can buy <laughs> hot pies, pies. Yes. And tacos. And maybe right. a mixer. All right. Maybe a mixer. <laughs> like a, like a, like a, that's a sound thing, not like yeah. a. Not like a Not blender. like a magic not, bullet. No. Not like we're making margaritas in the studio. <laughs> oh, you but guys, you should. You There's nothing keep... that goes better do with tacos we... than margaritas. Oh, this is, true. <laughs> this is very smart. Do we need to drink alcohol while we do this? I feel like we're ridiculous enough. <laughs> Wait. Oh, I'm drinking alcohol. You are drinking alcohol. This. What are you talking about? Now, you, you keep talking about tacos. Are you talking about like Taco Bell tacos or Taco Tuesday Tijuana flat tacos? Well, Al is is a very big endorser of Waco Taco. Yeah. Right, I Waco forgot about Waco. Located Waco. next to mm-hmm. Hourglass Brewery mm-hmm. uh, in... 
beautiful Longwood, Castleberry? Florida. Longwood, Maitland? Longwood. Yeah. Oh, I haven't tried that It's downtown yet. Longwood. It's very good. It's very good. It's, uh, it's no Gringo's Locos, but mm. I'm very biased because those, to me, are the best damn tacos in Orlando. But don't tell Al I said that, even though he's going to listen. <laughs> All right, guys. That's it. We're, we're done here. Luckily, we don't we're actually done. have a taco sponsor yet. We, we, we're not doing taco sponsors. Um... So thank you, Mr. T, for joining us. Thank you very thank much you. to Sarah for coming in and sharing in, in Pundum with me. <laughs> thank and thank you. you for listening or watching. Thank you for listening and watching. Uh, please tell you. a friend. Please, please, yeah, please tell your friends about us. Where can we find you? Ah, uh, we can. Well, we do we don't do that anymore. It's all right. We they got, know. We got time they for the full know. list. Go we ahead. We do. We do. Oh, we do have time for the full list. So you can find us on Facebook at For Geek's Sake. You can find us on Twitter at mm-hmm. For Geek's Sake. That's the letter. The letter four. <laughs> the letter four. <laughs> With two, brought to you by this the letter four. This episode is brought to you <laughs> by the letter four. <laughs> da, 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 da. Sidecar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm only half in too. Uh, the number four. Geeks, that's two geeks sake, that's two S's. I haven't done this in a while. Uh, you can find us on our website at www.forgeeksake.org, not com. You can find us on our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash for geeks sake. Uh, We've got some all new little uh, endorsement levels in there and do stuff we, that you can do, do. we have uh, do we have Liz's mom as a as a tier that can officially be signed up for That's now? That's an official yep. tier. It's an official nice. tier. No, you definitely should it. because of yeah. how she's been berated tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mom, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? What else? That was it, right? That's I all, so. all the places. Oh, the YouTube. Yeah, check oh, us YouTube. out on YouTube. Um, if you want to see us, we 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 move the cameras around, and Eli gets really mad at us. But you know. and does. besides going to Patreon and and giving a donation, the best thing that you could possibly do for us is go on iTunes or YouTube and do a review. Yes. Um, give us some thumbs up, that sort of thing. Yes. Yes. Give us likes. Give us all the likes. We like mm-hmm. your likes. We like you if you like us. So let's all like each other. All right. Uh, so that was our show. Don't uh, forget to stay tuned for our Ames on Thrones yeah, after the music. Yeah, stick around after the after the music, and we're going to be breaking down the third episode of this season. So that's going to do it for us. Thank you guys for joining. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, my name is Liz saying, are you a sheep? No, you're a dragon. Be a dragon. <laughs> Hey, everybody. I'm stealing Dan's thing, apparently. Don't you do it. I'm doing it. I did it. I did it. Uh, Thanks for sticking around. Um, We are here for our third installment of Ames on Thrones. (laughs) You love it, but you're always so nervous to start it. I love it. I know because it's it's a very cold start. Nerd things. If we have any listeners that would like to create any uh, theme songs or jingles for us, we'd be happy to accept them. Yeah. Give me a give me a theme song. Yeah. Give me names on Thrones theme song. Uh, so yeah, so I'm I'm feeling pretty good about this. We're in our we're in our third we're in our third time doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan worked out a nice little schedule, if you will, yeah. a uh, an agenda for this. So we're getting a little bit more a uh, little bit more organized, and uh, I'm feeling a little bit more comfortable leading this little shindig. So fantastic. Uh, let's get into How it. How are you feeling about the season now? Because after last week, it was kind of like, we had an amazing opener, and then you were really not happy with the second episode. I think that the show's going to do this. I think every other episode is going to be either 
a giant setup episode, which I think last week's episode was. Mm -hmm. And then this week's episode was more, okay, stuff's happening again. So I think next week is going to be a giant setup episode. And then the week after that, I think it's just going to do every other, because we've seen that in seasons in the past. Um, so yeah, I'm feeling a little better after, after this week's episode, but still not awesome. Um, but don't we have a ha ha Liz is dumb? We do have a ha ha Liz is dumb. Um, (laughs) <laughs> so, haha, ha, I'm the worst Game of Thrones correspondent, senior Game mm. of Thrones correspondent ever. Um, I got some names wrong because, dear God, I don't know if you guys know how many characters actually exist. There's way too many. In this it's universe, okay. but I'm super sorry that I'm going to get like one or two names wrong. Uh, so shame on you. In the scene, shame. Shame. <laughs> so, in the scene when uh, Jamie is speaking to um, Sam's father mm-hmm. um yeah. his name is actually randall tarley and his son uh sam's younger brother who actually ends up becoming the heir uh when sam gets sent off to the night's watch his name is dickon Dick- yes dickon. and they even made like a, a joke about it yeah on the show it was like because he, he asked he was like, his name was rickard well he, rickard he, is he it? said dickon and he goes rickon and he goes no dickon dickon yeah so <laughs> yeah they made like a like a big joke about it so yeah so his father is not dickon his brother is dickon and his Father is Randall. So there. Oh, well, thank goodness we got that sorted out. I corrected myself. (laughs) Sorry, I get the names wrong all the time. All the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's hard. It's very hard. Yeah. The books have a have a really nice little index in the back with all they're broken down by house. Oh, that's and they list every Mm -hmm. member of every house. So have you ever listened to the audiobook version of Game of Thrones? I have not. In book three, they changed the names from the English version to a very Americanized. So it's uh, so it's like um, instead of Gilly, it's Jilly. Um, it's it's like instead of they change the pronunciation. They do. It is so annoying. That's so weird. Catelyn, it's Caitlin. It just it's very, very. No, it's Catelyn. I know. And so when I'm listening, driving down the road, listening to it, I'm like, no. Oh, that's awful. That would be super confusing. Especially when you read something. You know, and you say it in your own head, and I think I don't. I don't remember if we did it on the Ames and Thrones segment or if it was just on the regular show. But I made fun of myself because when I was reading Harry Potter, I was pronouncing it Hermione, <laughs> <laughs> and then the movies came out and they were like Hermione, and I was like, oh, uh, that's weird. That makes sense. Oh. <laughs> what a strange thing that is. All of those sounds make sense. So anyway, yeah. So the names are hard to pronounce, and there's a lot of them, and I'm sorry that we mess them up sometimes. So let's get into it. Yeah. So we're uh, we're gonna roll right in. Uh, just like Jon Snow rolling right into Dragonstone. As we... Oh on his jet-powered boat. Kaboom. So we left last week, and John was like, yeah, guys, I think I'm going to go to Dragonstone. And then we come back a week later, and John's like, hey, what's up? I'm in Dragonstone. Yeah. Ta-da! So... Well, okay, so we were talking a little bit before the show. Mm-hmm. The timeline, I have questions. So, yeah. okay, is have, like, literally only months went by or have years went by? Because Sarah's before husband... Before you got re- to Dragonstone? Well, before, no, before we even got to where we're at now, because Chris was talking about uh, Sam, the baby with Sam and Gilly, mm-hmm. who was like a baby last time we saw it in last season, and now it's True. like a four or five-year-old. Yeah. So the wood, the the lack of wood on the Iron Islands makes mm-hmm. sense now for the... Uranium still doesn't sleep. make sense. Doesn't Still not even close. Okay, well, I'm going to call it out right there then, because if four or five years have gone by, what the hell is Cersei doing with her hair? Oh, true. Because four yeah. or five years is going to create a lot more growth than that. Yep. This is Cut. this oh, is no. three months of growth. Just sure. go back and watch the first episode that I was on, <laughs> and then look at it now, and this is curled today, so sure. it's much longer. That is crap. And if that's the if that's what they're thinking is going on, I'm not calling you out. Sure, sure. I'm calling the show out. Right. Good theory though. 
But I, I actually listened to a, another Game of Thrones podcast, uh, and they, they hey, I'm not, cl- I'm not claiming to be like <laughs> the leader of the market right now. Yeah. This is no, no, awful. Own it, own this it. is garbage. Yeah, the, the, it's hot garbage. <laughs> the the bald move guys do a, a Game of Thrones podcast. So it's actually number one on iTunes. Okay, um, and they did a little bit of research into how long it would have actually taken to build those boats, and like the fastest that anybody's built boats, not even close to that, and that kind of a volume. Would have taken like five or six years. Okay. With all of the natural resources Which in place. could have happened though. But we, we don't have that explanation in the show. And that's one thing that is hanging up a lot of people is like, okay, is it months or years have went by? Because if it's months, then there's a lot of contradictions that doesn't make any sense. I, I think in between seasons, we're talking weeks. I think in between seasons, we're talking at least months. But I don't think years. I don't think we're fast forwarding years at all. Mm-mm. Solely because Cersei's hair, she would not keep it like that. It looks awful. It does. Look it's awful. a terrible. And apparently, she makes all of the people who work for her <laughs> have that haircut because uh, that little boy-looking girl that came to the door. That's true. Yeah. Right? That, after she in just, season one, they would have been like, "Why are you dressing like a boy?" After she obviously DGAF anymore about uh, anybody knowing what she does with her brother. All right, all right, all right. So let's get into it. So we left off. So John is John is arriving at Dragonstone. This yes. is how we open, and everyone starts off with a very WTF. Oh, he's there. We're doing it. Mm-hmm. We're doing it now. Yeah. Um, Easy trip. No big deal. Yeah, NBD. Uh, they just showed up on a rowboat. Uh, it was great. Dragonstone's clearly not that far away from the north. Clearly. Well, we got, what, 11 um, well, episodes to go? We got we to gotta, we gotta get to it. Yeah. No, less than that. There four, There's only like eight or nine episodes this season, or no, it's like seven. Total. Or eight. Oh yeah, yeah total true. for the whole. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so John shows up, um, and we finally get John and Daenerys Targaryen, John Targaryen and Daenerys Targaryen <laughs> together in the same room. Uh, uh, although before that, I love the exchange on the beach. Oh yeah, between uh, Tyrion and and John. Yeah. Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, we kind of see them. They're coming back together again for for the first oh, time. Last since time the, I yeah. saw you, were pissing off the side of the wall. Yeah, <laughs> I like the dragons when they when they when they introduced. Oh, themselves. that was yeah. that, that was, was incredible. That was an yeah. amazing scene. It was great the way that the the Northmen all basically just die for the ground. Yeah, and everybody that's been around him was like, yeah, that's kind of freaky, but yeah, it's, yeah. yeah you, get, I, I you get used to it. John's reaction to that, and then Tyrion's like, you know, I I'd say it's something you get used to, mm-hmm. but. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I thought I thought that was a really cool moment because we yeah. you know we as viewers are so used to seeing the dragons and there becomes such a you know, like Danny is the mother of dragons and so to see right. that it's like it it reminded us that this is such a, a a strange and kind of miraculous thing that has happened in this world, like mm-hmm. in the realm. Right. Well, it, so it, it kind of foreshadows something for me because after that scene, John goes into the sorry not to jump into it but he goes mm-hmm. into the chamber with Daenerys and talks about white walkers and um, late things and dragons they had never seen dragons before so right. now they're seeing dragons for, for, for the first time so I would hope it would give a little bit John be like oh well you don't believe in white walkers but uh, sorry yeah so you don't believe in white walkers but now you didn't believe in dragons until se- two seconds ago yeah mm-hmm. well yeah. clearly you don't know Daenerys so and okay so we get back to this and I talked I talked about this a little bit last week and so we get you know, into John and, and Daenerys finally meeting and, and having this exchange and talking to each other. And, and I, and I'm still sticking with my feelings last week. I don't like what's going on with Daenerys and I don't like the hard ass front that she's putting up. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, I feel like she's getting a little too big for her britches. 
Well, I think we see her her soften a little bit in this episode. Alone. We do, we do. But this this scene alone, specifically this scene alone, yeah. it it you know, I just I don't care for I don't care for her attitude. I don't care for her. You know, it's almost like she's been raised and she's been told by so many people. Daenerys is a pawn. We do realize this, right? Like Daenerys is. She's, she was. She's I don't a, think she is She anymore. was, but she still slightly is because her demeanor is not her own. Her thoughts are not her own. She repeats these things. She regurgitates these things that have been pushed into her mm-hmm. over and over and over. You are the rightful heir of the Iron Throne. You are the rightful heir of the Iron Throne. And now you see her. I am the rightful heir of the Iron Throne. Does sure. she, I mean, that's not her own. That's not an original thought. That's not a genuine feeling. Right. It's just something that she's repeating. It's something that she's been conditioned to feel. So... Well, and, and like Cersei says, she's she's a revolutionary. She's not a, a leader. Right. And I mean, at this point, that's all she can be is a revolutionary because she doesn't have the Iron Throne. Yeah. But she's been told all these things. Right. So that's the image that she's trying to project while she is doing this revolutionary act. Yeah. Um, I really like the interaction with, between her and Jon Snow and... Even more so, the interaction between the Onion Knight and uh, the Imp. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because I mean, that four-way conversation was fantastic. I loved when he stepped in and said, yeah, they, people follow you because they believe in you. They follow him because they believe in him. Right. Yeah, they right. made him the king, the Lord of the Night's Watch. They made him the king of the North. Right. He took a knife in the heart. And, and I think, I think that's... I, and I don't like that John <laughs> cut him off. John yeah. said, hey, cut well, him off. And I wonder, I wonder what saving, the reasoning is he's there. Saving that. Like, he's, he's saving, saving that. He's saving it or, does, or does, he, does he not want anyone to know? I think he's saving that for his last chip, his last thing to convince somebody. I think that's what he's well, saving that here's for. Here's my thing. You're <laughs> talking to... died. Right. <laughs> you're talking to the unburnt. Right. Sure. She's been through this too. There are theories that she could have died when yeah. each time that she's been burned, she might have actually been burned, died, and came back to life. And yeah. that's why I think he might use that as his last chip with her. Be mm-hmm. like, there's something I've I've heard you've done this, and well, hi, I've died. So this brings them closer together. I think this is the last mm-hmm. thing he's going to do. And, you know, and 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 it's really interesting because it's kind of at the end of this same scene, or in in the middle of this scene, mm-hmm. we see Varys. Standing on the cliff with Melisandre, and they have a very, very, very interesting exchange. I think one of the biggest moments in this scene right here, and one of my favorite moments of the episode, is Melisandre says... I have brought ice and fire together. And I think mm-hmm. we all went, that's the name of the series. <laughs> right. That's the name of the story. Well, and then uh, was there a bit of prophecy there? Uh, there was, I think there was a lot of prophecy there because she said what that it she is, has I to d- die in this yeah, strange she, land I just ha- like he just does. Just like you. Yeah. And she says that to Varys. Yeah. She says, I have to die in this strange country just as you do. And Varys gets a very like, what? Look mm-hmm. at his face. I mean, I so, would have had the same look like what you talking about. <laughs> exactly. So, so yeah, there's a, there's a lot of a uh, vague prophecy going on there. Mm-hmm. So what does right. that mean? What, why, why does Melisandre have to die? Why, what are, what are their roles in this, in this great, in, in the great game? Mm-hmm. You know? Right, right. Um, I so, think she has to be martyred. I think for her religion and her face is yeah. just not popular in Westeros. I think that's the reason that she has to die in Westeros is because she has to be the Messiah. Yeah, she that's has to. What they're playing with. I yeah, think. that's interesting. That's that's a, that's an interesting theory. We're gonna we're gonna save theories for the end. Though, yeah, because we, we gotta uh, we actually have an actual structure. First yeah. time we're trying out structure for the first time. Might not go well. Who knows? <laughs> but um. So yeah, so so we go back to John and Daenerys. They're having this exchange. Uh, Daenerys wants John to bend the knee. Yeah. And help her take the Iron Throne. And John says, 
you know nothing. Uh, <laughs> haha, see what I did there. Uh, and you know, and he comes to to tell her of the great threat of the real threat to the to the realm, and um, which which you know, you bringing that up, it's I, I find it very interesting that Daenerys has dragons, something that was not heard of. Right. Everyone mm-hmm. thought that they were extinct and gone forever, or not even real. And uh, you know, so John says the army of the dead is coming, and she's like, Pff, <laughs> yeah. I, I love I love the uh, the bit where um, John is like we're all squabbling like children. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she looks at um, triggered. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's like, is he now calling me a child? <laughs> yeah, like, I thought you liked this man. <laughs> well, we forgot one thing though that was very funny in my opinion at the beginning when they introduced John. When well, they're introducing oh, sure. Daenerys, saying oh, all her the names, whole, all the her title. names, and then yeah. this is Jon Snow. Like, you know, and I think I think that shows that shows the differences between them. That shows the differences between their personalities. Whereas right. she used to be kind of like this weak little girl that was captured. That she was a slave. She was, you know, a child bride. And now, you know, it's kind of like this. this, no, this I think by the end this of that bravado, by the end of that exchange, by the time they're sent off to their quarters, the onion knight dude, he's walking away, going, "Damn it! I should have said this is Jon Snow, the bastard of Winterfell." <laughs> The the Lord of the Kings watched the King of the North. Yeah, you know, come up with uh, words to explain. You know, the 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 guy who beat the White Walkers in this battle, and the guy who did this, and the guy who did. He has those accomplishments just as much as she does. Right, but I think that, but I think that this exchange just like it's so important because. Daenerys leads with that because she's mm-hmm. because she's felt that she's always had to. Daenerys has always had to prove herself, mm-hmm. right? And John has always been so humble, and these things have happened just through his greatness. And so mm-hmm. it's just it just it's really to me it's it's very appropriate to them as characters and to their their role and and just their their personality types. You if know. he had had Sam there, Sam yeah. would have had Sam that planned yeah. out, right? Because because he knows he wouldn't these, have articulated it. Well. He knows these formalities, yeah. Yeah. and right, that's right. the difference between him and the Onion Knight. He doesn't. He's not. He's got the guttural accent. He's yeah, not, the flea bottom accent. But yeah. he does have experience doing this, though. He did the exact same thing at the with the Iron Bank and Bravos with. Mm-hmm. Um, What's Stannis. The, with Stannis, so yeah. he has experience doing this, so he should have known. Right, yeah. but Stannis probably said, "You're going to call me this." Right, uh, you know what I mean. And that's Stannis not what John's about. John's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John's not, John's there not going to do that. But Sam would have said, "He needs this." Yeah, right. he's right. going in to meet with another royal. Yeah, he right. needs to be introduced in the right way. And Sam would have come up with the names. Right, he's he's got that poetic touch. Right, that. You know the uh, the the unburned and, right, and right, you know, right. all those terms. He would come up with it. But then you know, in his own, in his she's own got a way. linguist to come up with it. Right, you know? <laughs> a linguist that tells us that words have no gender. I'm still so upset at that scene. I'm, I'm, I'm less the, upset yeah. with that every day. Oh, I'm so much more. I'm like because I'm, I have I'm ideas still... and thoughts. We'll get to it in theories. All right, okay, we'll go. We'll get to that in theories. All right, so boy, do I have one. So move on because this scene literally was the first 21 minutes of the episode. So yeah. we could spend forever on this, but let's not do that because we want to keep this shorter than the actual main episode. So then we go back to uh, uh, Theon. Theon's Theon. getting dragged out of the water. Right. Yep. You mean Reek? So, reek. Yeah. reek. Yeah. There's I'm no sorry. The entire scene he was doing. It's like, please don't turn into Reek. Please don't turn into Reek. And then he oh, jumps. Yeah. I'm like, come on. Yeah. So yeah, Theon is dead. Yeah. Theon is well. I don't know. I think Theon's dead, and Reek is here to stay. Oh, Theon is dead. Yeah, Reek yeah, yeah. is back. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's only Reek, not to stay though. I don't think, but we'll talk about. Yeah. That. So anyway, so he gets it. This is this is a really a pretty quick scene. 
uh, at the end gets put out of the water by the the leftovers of of Yara's fleet, essentially yeah. by the rest of the uh, the Which Ironborn that think. haven't turned against him. By the way, where were those guys during the fight? Like they seem to be perfectly fine. Probably doing the same damn thing Theon's doing. <laughs> See you. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they were probably on the backside of the yeah. Like oh uh, oh guys, look at that. We should group. really yeah. We should probably uh, stay out of cannon range. Yeah, let's just not make it messier for uh, (laughs) for the rest of everybody else. So, uh, so yeah, so we see that, and um, I don't know. We don't really know what's going on with the on yet. We don't reek. We don't know. We don't know. That was a great exchange too, where the guy says, "Yeah, yeah." He well, he asks him, you know, is Yara dead? And he says, "No, Euron has her." And the guy looks at him and says. He asked him if he... So you if, just if let him have yeah, her? You could, yeah, you let him have her. And he's like, oh, I tried to save her. If you tried, you'd be dead. <laughs> and that's right. just, yeah. you know, just a, a testament to the Ironborn and, and their uh, their philosophy on life. Yep. So that was... That I was, don't think he's going to carry much weight with them. I don't think he is either. Now. I don't think he ever has. Yeah. And now even less so. Uh, yep. So, yeah. We'll see what happens with them. We will. So uh, yeah. so we move on. So, so you're on is arriving in, in King's Landing. Yes. Um, and he's got this this parade. And Can we talk about the people of King's Landing for just a minute? Just sheeple. The sheeple of, the King's, sheeple of yes, King's Landing? The sheeple of King's Landing. And first of all, what I want to know is why are they... They love ins- a parade. They love a parade, first for of all. For any reason. Any parade. A shame parade. We'll give them, a celebratory parade. Give them any their bread and circuses. Throw, yeah. any, any chance they get to spit on somebody, throw something, and call somebody a whore, because they do it in every single time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and throw fruit. I know. But they, they are well, some, and, okay, they are have, some fickle bitches. I'll tell you I, have, that much. I have a very, very big issue with the fact that we are always throwing food right. in an economy where everyone is broke and we are in a famine. We are starving. <laughs> Keep your lettuce. I know it doesn't have any nutritional value. I get it. But it's still something to fill your tummy when you got the grumblies. Okay, stop throwing your food away and then complaining about how the kingdom is not feeding you. It's bullshit. As much as people hate this character, I love this character. This Greyjoy is my favorite Greyjoy. Oh, I player. absolutely I love this character. Just the parade, absolutely adore just him. Soaking it in, I love it. It's so <laughs> fantastic. I did not like him last season during the entirety of the King's Moot, but right. mm-hmm. I I'm yeah. very happy with what they're doing with Euron this yeah. season. Even though I hate him, I hate oh, him. I hate him. That guy, so but awesome. He's uh, th- th- incredible acting. It, this guy just takes that character and just and makes it his own and I think it's oh. it's awesome. <laughs> I just love the way he treats Jamie. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Just, yes. Oh my god. So so yeah, so we see he's got Yara and Illyria uh sand and he brings them And one of the snakes. At, and her daughter, the youngest yeah. daughter, I yeah, believe, is whose like, whose yeah. name I forget, whose name I that's forget. I'm not going to say the wrong one. I just forget the name. <laughs> the pretty one, <laughs> the pretty one, the very pretty one. And um, so he brings them to Cersei as uh, as a prize, as a yeah. present. By um, the way, there's a good reason that he, that one of those other snakes was killed off. Why? Because she's Colleen Wing, in Iron Fist. Oh, and oh, right. The s- shooting schedules were conflicting. Yeah, it was I can really hard. I did read that. Yeah. And so they. That's why they killed her off. But that scene I mean, apparently took weeks to film. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I can Aborting imagine. the ships and everything. That yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Oh, but but I'm still with you guys. There was nobody there was nobody warning of the other fleets. There was no, like, one ship, the first ship got attacked and no one knew about it. Yeah. Like, I just, I had problems with that. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, so he delivers them, or he delivers, he, he doesn't deliver Yara, he delivers Illyria and her daughter to Cersei, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, here is, here's your, your vengeance yeah, for kinda, your, for your murdered daughter. Yara to himself. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens to Yara. Yeah. 
Yeah. Nothing. Good. Nothing good. Well, sure. <laughs> Nothing no, good. That's for that's for darn sure. But but, um, but I like his introduction of her of the of his prisoners, like delivering you what no other man can do, and he looks exactly rubbing it in his face. Yeah. 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 He's it's great. Just what a dick. Am I right? <laughs> what a dickin. What well, a dickin. Cersei's reaction to just the pure joy like, on her face. Uh, you know, you shall have what your heart desires when the war is won. It was awful. So, I mean, like, she's really not promising him anything. No. Because we don't know that the war is going to get won. And we don't know that he's going to be alive at the end. Is he the, right? is he the new Sir Friend Zone? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think so. Euron is the new Sir Friend Zone. Um, Cersei's not giving it up to so, him. They're, they're not in the same family. Yeah, right? They're not even remotely <laughs> she related. She's not, he's not even blonde. Come on. <laughs> She has a type. Kind of dirty blonde. She has a very specific type. All right, so I really want to dig into this to this next part of the scene because we see we see Cersei taking her vengeance, and again we see we see Cersei in her true sociopathic glory. Yeah, not as bad as her blowing up the Sept, but still this this scene this scene possibly really yeah this scene was really really mind screwy and this seems really mm-hmm. hard for me and actually really disturbed me oh, the keep the torches lit part of the oh my god that was like, terrible that was well, so terrible I, I, that's why i think it's worse i think it's worse because this woman's gonna have to sit in the cell and watch her daughter rot and exactly just disappear in the front sept of was gone in a minute yeah yeah, this yeah is and it was years. done it was over so you know so essentially what's happening here is is uh you know, Cersei's getting her revenge and she she's monologuing about all the ways that she's thought about how she would kill Illyria for murdering her daughter. And, you know, and she starts talking about how pretty Illyria's daughter is. And, yeah. you know, she's a perfect Dornish beauty and would be such a shame to ruin her beauty by doing this or doing that. And it would be over too quickly. And then she kisses her on the lips, just as we saw Illyria do to um, her daughter, Marcella. There it is. <laughs> There's a lot of names, guys. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and so then in that moment, I think we kind of know, like, oh, we're just, we're just, you know, quid pro quo, like, mm-hmm. doing, <laughs> doing the whole, right? <laughs> like doing the, <laughs> doing the whole shebang here. And so, you know, and she gets into the whole monologue about how, you know, they're both chained to the wall. They can't reach each other. And, right. and here we are. And she's going to have to make her watch her daughter die in the exact same way that her daughter died. You know, and, and Illyria didn't see it. Nobody, nobody but Jamie saw what happened to Marcella. So mm-hmm. now, you know, the added element of really, you know, think, you know, sit here and think about what you've done and, right. and pay for your actions. And God, it's just really sick. Did it's, you, did, it's really disturbing. And, and it's not a theory. It's just something I read. Um, John was talking to Daenerys about how his grandfather you know the books Mm -hmm. his grandfather was burned alive by the mad king yeah Mm -hmm. something that i read on the internet was saying how cersei's is turning into the mad queen because when his grandfather was burned his brother or somebody of the stark family Mm -hmm. had uh was chained to the wall with a chain around his neck and he was trying to save the grandfather and like pulled on the chain so hard that he he, strangled himself strangled himself yeah Mm -hmm. Cersei is doing the same thing here. Yeah, you know she she's making she's chaining both the the girls to the wall and they're ch- straining to get to each other. Yeah, and, I mean it's not around their neck, but I mean it's it's around their Might arms well and everything. Yeah, so, it's I gonna mean, it's gonna do some damage. It's like Cersei's gone crazy, y'all. Yeah, absolutely. And just I mean, in the whole the whole set of Baylor yeah. in the first place. Like if that's not she's she's the new Mad King. I don't know. I don't know what else. Well, is. and the Mad King was incestuous. Yes. 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 So that yeah. fits. Yeah. Yeah. 
So well, well like as as all the Targaryens too. were until yeah. Well, not all. Rhaegar <laughs> was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to go here. And uh, well, I mean, well, Rhaegar married outside of the Targaryen family anyway because he was he was married to the Martell girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yeah. Which is why the the Targaryens, the Lannisters, and the Martells all had bad blood in the first place. Yeah. So. But yeah, so uh, so yeah, so Cersei does some crazy stuff, and then she goes back into her room to drink some wine, like she does, and yeah. meets with uh, blow her brother. No, 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 we're not there yet. <laughs> what? This is after she meets with the guy in the bank. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, right. So the um. No, that's a no, separate no. scene. She goes no, she goes and has sex with her brother yeah. first. Yeah, she goes yeah, no, I have, I have, and then the girl. No, comes I have Iron in. Bank. No, no, that yeah. was later. Oh, that was after she wakes up from, from okay, her, but same, her brother. Okay, banging. same scene. Oh, that's right because the the girl she goes right from torturing. She them does. Okay, so she goes to making out with her brother. Yeah. So clearly, yeah. so torture down on torture him. really gets her going, man. Yeah, that and that's what freaked we're me out. Well, well, and that goes right along with Joffrey. Joffrey was the same way. Yeah. Well, my whole thought was, yes, she wiped her lips clean of the poison, but right. there's still a chance that that poison could be there. And be then she goes and makes up with her brother. And like, well, does she kiss him thought. on the mouth first, or does yeah. she kiss him on the penis? Well, it's definitely <laughs> the mouth first. <laughs> That's second, but mouth is definitely first. And I'm like, is she is that part of the risk of uh, is that part of her high of doing this? Is that there's a chance that she could kill Jamie by doing this? Is that no. her game? Oh no, I don't she. I don't think so. But yeah. it was just it was a risk. That's right? her favorite piece of ass. She she's not getting rid of him. Yeah, literally when she grabs him, but anyway. Oh, but I'm and that's the only family member that she still has that she likes. Yeah, too, and, you know? and you know, and there's moments it, like the the Cersei Jamie moments are few and far between anymore. But like when they do happen, like it's like I've been watching the show for so long, and it's and it's like been it's become so normalized to me that I'm at, I'm to the point where I'm like, oh, this is my favorite couple on the show. No, oh, wait a minute, wait oh, a minute, they're no. twins. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's like that's what I, that's what good storytelling does is that like it makes you it makes you believe in a world where it's totally normal that identical twins are fraternal or whatever. Obviously, they're not identical because that's not how gender works. Anyway, moving on. Blows her brother. Um, Other things. They're, they're in bed together, and you know, and this is a really important turning point for Cersei and how I think how cocky she's become. Right, yeah. is that you know she's like I'm the I'm the queen of the Seven Kingdoms. I can do as I please. So her and Jamie are laying in bed together in the afterglow, and there's a knock on the door, and he's like, "Don't answer it. No one can see us like this." And she's basically like, "Whatever." And that's the thing you ha- you know that there had to be a moment just like that with the Targaryens. Yeah. When where the, this was a, their, a deep family secret, right? And then one day they say, "You know what? Screw it." Yeah, like we rule everything. What, what are you going to do? I'm yeah. the king. Everybody's already talking about it anyway. Yeah, yeah. true. Stipping your sister, so that's neat. It's so, the yeah. worst, be- worst kept secret in Westeros, anyway. And I was <laughs> right. kind of hoping that Jamie, like in the beginning, he started to resist, and I was kind of hoping he was going to stay with that. But oh no way! He just gave no. in. She's she's going to be his downfall and yeah. i think and we'll talk about it when we get to the end scene but i think i think something might be in his head i think something might have gotten into his head now and uh theories theories, theories. i mean but we see it we've seen it back and forth so many times on the series that where he and even in the books too where he's back and forth and back and forth and he loves her so much but he knows that she's a, she's a cancer and and she's going to be the downfall of not only him but the entire realm right so you know i i i'd stick by it i stick by the you know he's going to He's going to put an end to that. So, okay. So then after that, she meets with the... The bank. The, the bank, bank. The the bank manager of the Iron Bank of Bravos. <laughs> and um, so basically we all know that the... the so, so the Iron Bank of Bravos is China and Seven <laughs> Kingdoms are America. Pretty much. Yeah. And... <laughs> 
That's so, amazing. So we owe them like trillions and trillions and trillions of pounds of gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the the Lannisters are broke. in super debt. Yeah, mm-hmm. like just the most broke. Um, and so they're 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 kind of discussing that, and he basically comes to collect his debt, and she, you know she's all smirk and smug about it, and she's like, "Oh, don't worry, I have a plan, and you're going to be paid back everything that you are owed because the Lannisters already pay their always pay their debts." Right. So my thought on this was, is this going to be the moment where the Lannisters can't pay their debts? Well, we just but, yeah. by the end of the episode, obviously we know not. Right. How they're so do that it. was a thing, and then it wasn't a thing anymore. So all right, so we go back. And we're now on Dragonstone again. We spent a lot of time on Dragonstone, guys. Yeah, we, we did. Yeah, lots of time. We've been um, waiting for this for a long time. Now. Seriously. So <laughs> Tyrion and John are standing on a wall. The brooding. Together. I love that. Uh, the whole the whole brooding monologue. You know, I came up here to brood about my failure, <laughs> and you brood better than I brood, and now I'm brooding about being a failure at brooding. <laughs> Just so, so incredible. Good. Just so good. Classic Tyrion. Because who broods better than Jon Snow? Mm, Angel from Buffy. Oh. <laughs> Peter Baelish? No, he just... No, no, no. He... Which we'll get to. We'll get to another really good Peter Peter Baelish leaning on the scenery, twirling his mustache, smirking in the background scene later. Um, <laughs> back to the brooding. That's what he's there. So back to the brooding, you know, and... Um, you know, John's basically sitting there talking about he feels like he's a prisoner and all he wants to do is help his people. He needs to help his people and yeah. now he can't even leave. And uh so this kinda this kinda gets in Tyrion's head and so we see Tyrion go back and he's um he's speaking to Daenerys again and he's he's talking to Daenerys and asking her, you know. Um Daenerys basically um she she wants to go fly her dragons and burn all of Euron's ships mm-hmm. right she's like i'm just gonna i'm gonna do it myself yeah i'm just gonna ride these dragons and do it myself if, I, if no one else can do it right and I, I thought maybe this is where they're gonna be like well maybe Tyrion could ride the dragons right yes. i know and, oh. No, that's not what i was thinking and the same they're like thing. hey john you're here why don't you hop on this one's back yeah, all too three, all three hit, all three of the dragon but, but they're all three there they're all three in the same place at the same right. time Mm-hmm. So this could be a thing that happens in the future. And and that further proves what you had said earlier, how she's not saying what she wants to say. Like, jumping on the back of a dragon and killing people, that's what she wants to do. Right. She's a crusader. Mm-hmm. Right. But what she is saying is what Tyrion is putting in her head. And so she, yeah. you're right. She is kind of a puppet at this point. Yeah. You know, she's trying to do the right thing, but what she really wants to do is go crazy and get on the back of a dragon and kill people. Yeah. But she truly wants to be the queen of the ashes in that in that case. Right. Well, I mean, but they still, they, they touch on it again, uh, where she doesn't want to kill innocent people, but True. she she wants to leave no mercy to her enemies. Right. right. Well, and Tyrion has shown through the course of the series his ability to... Inception people. Yes, you very know? much. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> uh, he's he's the great manipulator. He really is. Um. So anyway, so you know, we see Tyrion talking with Daenerys and, and telling her, "You're doing yourself no favors by making an enemy of the Northmen." Mm-hmm. Right. Give Jon Snow something to to look at you and thank you for. Give him what he wants. He wants dragon glass. He thinks he can turn it into weapons mm-hmm. against the the Night King. I love that. I don't know the nomenclature. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, and so he kind of tells her, like, what harm is it if he takes this? It's of no use to you. You don't right. want it. Give it to him. Gain him as an ally, you know, and um, give him nothing by giving him something. Is that what she said? Yeah. Give him give him something, give, giving give him nothing. something by giving him nothing. Right. You know, and so this is all John cares about and she doesn't really care about it. 
So why not go for it? Um, and then at the end of the scene, she's like, "What was he saying about a heart? Yeah, what getting was stabbed, what in, was the heart he getting stabbed in the heart? I think what he was, was about, about to say that he died and came back to life. What was that about? So do you think she? And then the next do you scene, think she knows g- that she died and came back to life? So mm. that's why she's so interested in it. Or do you think okay. that she's like jealous? I don't know that she did. First of all, I'm just it's a theory. Yeah, but I, I think more in the book that she did. Yeah, than in the show. Right. Because in the book, it's just a one-time thing. There's not the second fire. Yeah, we haven't seen the second fire in the books yet if he ever finishes writing And George R. 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 Martin said that this is not a Targaryen thing. This was a one-time magical event. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a, but now it's, been it's a, a two-time thing. magical event in the show. But it's a Daenerys thing. Right. Which I thought the second time was just like... A bit much. Showing off. Been there, done that. Yeah. Right. But anyway, that was a season... But that time she did it on purpose. That that was the difference. Yeah. So, so Daenerys walks down to brood with John Mm -hmm. (laughs) and, uh, she tells him that he can have his dragon glass. No, she was taking the dragons out for a a walk and he came and joined uh, her. Walking walking the puppies. Yeah. He came and joined her. Yeah. That's true. (laughs) Yep. And, uh, so, so we see them kind of softening towards each other. We see her soften towards him in the scene. Yes. Um, I I put it together in my head. If, if the, if the whole John Targaryen theory, I mean, obviously like we kind of confirmed it last season, the whole tower, you know, branded, uh, the three eyed Raven did, but, uh, I I thought about it and I was like, Oh, she's his aunt. Yeah. Oh, he's a nephew. Cause in my head I was like, Oh, they're cousins or they're this. I was like, no, 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 that's, that's That's... aunt and nephew. Yeah. When are they going to talk about it though? Like everyone knows about, well, not everyone, like a few people know about this, about their relations. Like, so when are they actually going to show it in the show? I don't know. I don't know. And I I don't know how it's going to have to be very clever. Cause it's not like no one can just come out and say, Oh, by the way, well, brands at Winterfell. Well, yeah, the brand is at some point. Brand is the three eyed Raven. Wait a minute. You just, you ruined the scene. Oh, we are, we're well, no, we saw him arrive at Winterfell last week, didn't we? No. no. He oh, that's right. Was this last episode? Yeah. He was oh, at the wall sorry. last week. But anyway. <sighs> and I had, a big, I had a big thing about this. We'll, we'll get to it. All right, all right, all right. Okay. But anyway, next week, you know, John takes his jetpack and gets back to yeah. Winterfell. <laughs> his speedboat. Yeah. Uh, um, he, he's there so right away this, with his obsidian. So this is the next scene, right? So okay. this is the next scene. So Sansa, we go back to Sansa and we're at Winterfell and Sansa's yeah. walking around. So we kind of see what she's doing in John's absence. Which we're I in love. the West Wing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> and it's some walking and talking. And we're seeing that was some, uh, uh, Sorkin right? work right there. We're seeing some, some Sansa <laughs> badassery and she's walking around like, well, why aren't they putting leather on these breastplates? And what are these idiots over here doing? And why aren't you doing that? And somebody go clean that up. Haven't and, you seen Joseph and the Amazing Technical Dream? coat yeah yes. she is taking charge and i love it yeah you know but it's great it's you know it's 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 kind of like the peak of sansa's growth because i, I right. say it all the time sansa is one of the characters that has just shown so much emotional growth throughout yeah. the entire series and i think this is great to see her actually come up and like be a leader like this i hated Sansa um, up until last season. oh absolutely last season, absolutely yeah, this season i love sansa. she sucked she was weak she was <laughs> she's a little brat well, yeah that comes back um, when Tyrion and John were walking up to um, the castle, uh, Tyrion had said something about, you know, Sansa's a lot smarter than she acts. Yeah, that she lets like, on, and John said she's yeah, starting to let she's on. She's starting to let on. Yeah. That and that was showing she is starting to let on people. That was really cool. Like, so, I love it. So we're in Winterfell, and so Sansa's walking around being badass, and then 
Littlefinger saying something really cryptic about like everything is everything and all things that have been or going to be will be forever. Blah he blah, is blah, so blah, blah, blah. Oh was, my gosh! Was, I, I like that part just because that he's giving her some great advice to think about as far as being a leader and as far as if you're going to be in this role of, of the Lady of the North or the Queen of the North eventually, maybe or Queen of I don't know. But it's great advice for her to start thinking about. But she probably already is. But it, I like that scene because it was not the normal creepy Peter Baelish with the sexual innuendos. This one is just. This is what you need to do if you're going to be successful at the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what that's what Peter Billy. He's yeah. the game master almost. Right. Yeah. But um, so that gets interrupted. You know, somebody runs up and Lady Sansa the gate, which is like I like I don't know I don't know about you guys, but like uh, I'm gonna need a little more information right. at the right. gate. Right. What, what's, what's at the, at the what's gate? At the gate? Is it a person? Is it an enemy? Is it a friend? Is it a is it a deli- is it did somebody send me an edible arrangement? Like, did I get a new dire wolf? <laughs> is it right? Is it, is it tacos? Because I'll take tacos. Is it tacos? Yeah. Do we have tacos at Winterfell? Is that your my Uber Eats? <laughs> is my Uber Eats here? <laughs> my $46 worth of McDonald's. Which I've not done yet awesome. since being back in the States. And I want to do Uber Eats before. Oh, it's a sad, sad moment. But you should experience it at least once. So anyway, so so we have this. And so, of course, everybody's like, Arya has made it to right? I thought the same Winterfell. Day. And it's no. the biggest disappointment in the show. Hey, Bran. Uh, that dude. That Boy, guy. did he get... I, I really hate to keep harping on it, but he got from the wall to Winterfell real quick. I'm telling you, uh, yeah. Mira has just got just like quads of steel, oh, man. Maybe Bran uses ability and like became one of the animals and they, they just oh, do you rode think, together. Yeah, well, do you think he could just like warg into yeah. a, a dog like... Can he warg into several dogs and then like have like a like a yeah? Like but his body's sled. still laying <laughs> I was about to there. say she still has oh, a curious body. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, no, oh, like oh, he wargs yeah. into the dog and then the, they hook sense. the dogs up to you know they hook the brand dog up to the, the little dog, sled like brand dog. I didn't see any dogs. Excellent. I, I didn't see any dogs when that gate opened. Well, maybe he sent them away. <laughs> Why you do you need know. the dogs? The dogs we are don't know their, their life. Let uh. them go home. So anyway, so di- disappointment of the episode. It's Bran, everyone. And then oh. we see him and Sansa have like a very emotional reunion. You hate no, Bran. No, no, no. I am not a Bran fan. Why do you hate Bran? Sansa I don't know. had a very emotional. Like got pushed out a window. Bran was just like, not my problem. 404 cannot right? like, <laughs> like Error wanted- 404, right. brother not found. Yeah, like he was just completely just... Sansa's just crying and like, oh my god, oh, my little, little brother. brother. We all thought you were dead, and now you're just super, super weird. Yeah, super like, weird. Hey, sis, I watched you get raped. Right? What the <laughs> like, heck? What a what a moment that was. They're sitting. <laughs> oh in the, my god. They're sitting in the Godswood, and you know, and and so she's like, so much has happened, little brother, since you've been gone. And he's like, I know, I see. Everything. <laughs> Remember that time? Remember that in time that you dress? looked so pretty in your white wedding dress, and you stared at the wall and pretended like it wasn't happening, and went to your happy place and the snow was falling just like this mm-hmm. I, I kept waiting for creepy. him to do his to do his work thing and then open the eyes on the tree right next to him oh, that <gasps> that cool. was, that's what I was waiting for for him to show her that he has ability right. yeah. they didn't do that no. he's just I don't know he's just too weird they've got I get it the three eyed raven is this whole like mystical like I see everything I know everything kind sure. of kind of guy going on but like brain is just you know he's going to be a key part weird. of the, the war to come of course he is of course, of course he is or we he all, dies we next. get it no way I know. But I just, I love the whole, um, she, he was like, I'm the three eyed raven. And she's like, well, what does that mean? And he, he tells her a few things and he's like, I learned it from the previous three eyed raven. And she's like, well, I thought you were. And he's like, it's complicated. It's like, complicated. Such a, well, he's a teenager. Such an emo teenager. Yeah. Like, like, whatever. God, you wouldn't even understand, Sansa. Such a conformist. <laughs> 
I worship the old gods. You've probably never heard of them. Let <laughs> me toss my hair. hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, okay. So we get that. And then we move on to this week's edition of Gross Stuff with Sam, <laughs> which actually turns out to not be so gross, which is kind of disappointing. What I was, was that thing that he was poking... Yeah, right. Like, how, like that's what, okay, these old timey medical instruments when he's just like poke, poke, poke. Oh, it seems like there's no more sign of infection. Poke, poke, poke. Right. Yep, you look to be all healed. Poke, is poke, that like poke. a tricorder? Is it like a readout in his handle that he's really? looking at? I, I don't. Well, I, I think d- he was just testing to see if the skin was actually full, or healed, uh-huh. or yeah. if it was gonna like puss out and leak stuff. I guess oh, puss out oh. might be my new least favorite term. <laughs> <laughs> Do not send text messages with that or comments on the show with that. Please. <laughs> Will not. <laughs> Nice. Um, so yeah, so we see that Jorah has made a full recovery, which is amazing, right? Because that was a lot of that was a lot of pus and scale Ugh. and so gross. Where are we on dragon glass with this? Was there dragon glass in that ointment that he was putting on him? I don't. Was that what he was? I don't think so. Doing in his I don't think so. I think I think we've kind of no. I don't mm. think there was. I think this just just kinds of sh- this kind of. This has nothing to do with Dragon Glass and everything to do with Sam just being um, really intelligent and good at stuff. He read the book. By the way, he, he read, he read the book and followed the, the instructions. Yeah. Uh, Which I'm not going to get into theories yet, but I do have a, a <laughs> Sam theory for later that will okay. conflict with my um, theory last week when yeah. I said that he was next to die. Okay. So. All right. Cool. So, so we see here. So, uh, so Jorah is fully healed, yeah. and they send him on his way. And so now we know he's going back to. Find Daenerys. Which do we? Does Jorah know where she is at this point? Does he, he could know? Find out does he easily. know that her plan was to go back to Dragonstone? I mean, probably. As soon as he walks out of the Citadel, he'll grab a newspaper and see that she's dead. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he. he'll check Twitter. He'll check Twitter. This or there'll be a play. Dragons. Or there'll be a little play like like Arya would see of oh, her parents. Right, right. Oh, yeah. And maybe somebody's doing a play of the dragons and the the Ooh, Targaryen yeah. lady landing, landing in Dragonstone. Oh, good call. Good call. I One like way that. or another, the news spreads in Westeros. Yes, yeah. yeah. We know he's, this. He's gonna figure it out. Although, um, although. We know that the news spreads, but not a lot of details. Yeah. <laughs> because right. the, with the conversation with uh, Tyrion and John, where they're like, hey, I'd really like to know how uh, you became the Hand of the Queen. Yeah. Well, I'd like to know how you became the King, King of the, the North. North. You like, know, that, they know it happens, but not how. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think that shows that with the play, too, is that the play was being put on. It's and, all headlines in Westeros. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all headlines. And, it's and, and Twitter. We, That's we, all their news. It's just see, 140 characters. We even see Cersei, uh, you know, talking about... <laughs> In, in the previous episode when she's talking about Daenerys and she's like oh she's the Mad King's daughter she's insane she kills everyone she's mm-hmm. terrible and it's really she knows she's what like, happened in Slaver's Bay literally the nicest person yeah that I mean you know but not to the slavers not to the slavers yeah not to the bad guys yeah um, so you know so we see <laughs> and I and I love how you know Jorah is being so cool and trying to cover for Sam and you know the Archmaester is like well what happened? And he's like, I, got no, rest. I just got some rest. Yeah. Started feeling better. Took a B vitamin. Read some funny papers. Some the climate. You know? Ate my Wheaties. Ate my Wheaties. Uh, <laughs> ate a lot of oranges. Got that vitamin C. Nice. So, you know, and so we see the Archmaster kind of look at Sam and be like, well, great. You're healed. Get out of here. We need this room for the sick. Sam, why don't you come with me? <laughs> so uh, we move on and he's, uh, Sam's in the Archmaster's office. And, um, 
I'm going to stop really quick because I just want anyone watching the YouTube video to know that we're not insane and there have been gnats in here all night and yes. we have been all four desperately trying to get them out of our faces. So if you think we're crazy, we're not. There's just bugs. I'm a little crazy. It's okay. Also, we're a little crazy, but the bugs are We terrible. live in Florida. It's a swamp. It it's, yeah, it's, it's swamp country. Anyway, so I just I just want them to know that we don't have... We don't have... <laughs> totally forgot about Issues. Cameras. We're just... We're just doing a thing here, trying to kill some bugs. So anyway, okay, so so we've got Sam and the Archmaester in his office. Sam's getting berated, um, and he thinks he's going to get in trouble. And, you know, the guy stands up, and he's like, you are the reason that man is alive. You should be proud of yourself. Hmm. Now, here's some shit work. Here's some, here's some busy work. <laughs> you thought you were going to get It's better than cleaning bedpans, but yeah. you have to transcribe all of these things. But there's bugs all of to these, bite. All of these scrolls and all of these... Uh, uh, manuscripts, but but something he's Sam's going to find something. Yeah, yeah. Sam's going to so. find something in those manuscripts, obviously, because that's what Sam does. He reads the instructions, mm-hmm. and he and he um, and he gets stuff done. Trich really close to my. He he reads theories. and knows. Things. Yeah, exactly. So uh, so we go back. All right. So so here we are. We're back with Danny, and and here she's talking about riding the dragons, and everyone's like, no no no, stop it, uh, don't do that. And she's like, but. But really, let me ride the dragons and burn everybody down. And no, no, no. And, you know, and so then Tyrion starts to... And this is... I thought this was a very interesting scene, the way he was kind of... We were kind of overlapping it happening as he was talking about it happening before mm-hmm. it happened. So Tyrion starts... It, it, one it more being time. the invasion <laughs> of, of uh, Castle Rock. Very, yes. We get very meta here. Um, you know, so Tyrion starts talking about his plan to, to take over Casterly Rock and... You know, starts. You know, we get into the whole. It's impregnable, and <laughs> give me ten, give me ten men, and I'll <laughs> yeah. impregnate that. And, that, bitch. and that's a that's a brawn line, right? That yes. was a brawn line yeah. when yeah. they were when they were taking. Um, uh, what was it? Was it Marine? No, that was the uh, the uh, Catelyn Stark's people it, in the in the Vale when they were or River uh, Run. It was, it was the Vale. Was it the Vale? Yeah, it was the Vale. Yeah, yeah. Over- yeah. Climb, the Vale. The yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah. Give me ten good men and I'll impregnate the bitch. Yeah. So you know, so 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 we find out that Tyrion, you know, he built the sewer system in Casterly Rock. Um, he wasn't good enough to help build anything else. You know, Tywin built Casterly Rock, but right. Tyrion built the sewer system, and so Tyrion built a hoe door. Because <laughs> we sorry. are, nice. we sorry, all Al. <laughs> don't even apologize for that. This is my segment. <laughs> so oh, I love it. So you know, we find out that that Tyr- you know, we all know that Tyrion loves his whores. Yep. And so he needed a little secret passage to get his booty mm-hmm. in the door. Uh, so you know, that's how we find out that uh, we're gonna send our our ten best unsullied Grey Worm leading the the infiltration underneath in the sewers, and he comes in and he opens the door, and we see the unsullied doing their what they're meant to do, being mm-hmm. awesome, being total badasses, killing everyone, but <laughs> killing too easy. everyone. That was too easy. There's not that many people here. Yeah, and where did they go? And you know, and I watched this episode a couple times, and here's what what I'm hung up on is so we see you know we see gray worm kind of freak out like there's not enough there's supposed to be more and he looks out and he looks out into the bay now is Euron upon them because we yeah. see yeah so so they've yeah. came they've come in ships mm-hmm. and then Euron meets them there right, right. he's killing which, them as they're unloading onto the beach yeah right? yeah which again how far are we from King's Landing? Because right. wasn't he just there? Or wasn't Jamie are just there? Are we going to find out that time travel is a thing in He's this universe? Or is Westeros the size of New Jersey? <laughs> is that it? Like, really? We're just going from Newark to Monmouth? Yeah. 
That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we're just going from from Cape May to to Trenton. Yeah, just no bigs. NBD guys, cool. So it's like. Anyway, I'm from Jersey, so I could do that all day long. I know. So, okay. So, you know, so we see this. Why do you this. think I picked Jersey? Nice. <laughs> what I mean, that goes back to, since we only have a certain amount of episodes left, I think they're cramming it in. They, they don't have time to explain that. Yeah. yeah. And they again, are, they, they're rushing. It is frustrating, though. It, it is. It's just odd because in the early seasons, it was a show about the travel between the castles right. for right. the most part. Yeah. Like, that's where your stories played out. It was right. in, the, in, the, in the in-between time, and now it's about the castles everyone's kind of sitting yep. in their castles at this point yeah um you know and so this and i and i thought this scene was great i did i thought the way this unrolled was oh, gosh, was incredible yeah. and mm-hmm. so our 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 final scene is just kind of like such a smooth rolling right um lead you know build i love up. that we don't even see the lannisters take the castle right no. you know so we see we see you know where are the lannisters and then we see you know jamie kind of like leading the battlefront and then Walking you know the they're yeah they're they're storming High Garden. We see Lady Olena looking out over this happening, and she's kind of like, "Ah, oh, well, knew we this. Well, knew this was coming." Yeah. <laughs> and so we see, you know, Jamie. Jamie comes up, and you know, she she looks at him and says, "So it's done." And he's like, "Yes." And she's like, "Did we at least fight well?" And he's like, uh, "As well as could be expected." And she's like, "Which is great. That's why they didn't show us the battle because yeah, because there's nothing to show. It's a slaughter. Right. They're golden roses. Yeah, yeah, golden well, roses. I, I you know, even the way she makes fun of it. Yeah, I, I love her comment of you know that was never our forte. Like, yeah, we were never great at that. We were rich and we were fancy. We right. weren't fighters. <laughs> you know, we we got things because we had the money, right? Not because we took them. You know, and I, and I and and I love I love this exchange because. Jamie has so much respect. I think anyone that she comes into contact with, even Cersei, who hates this woman, right. had an immense amount of respect for her still. Yeah. You know, hateful respect. You think? Respectful hate. Respect peppered with hate. Well, she had some very uh, disrespectful ideas for killing her. Yeah, yeah. this is very true. <laughs> very, very true. But um, but then, I mean, that just goes back to Cersei's a freaking sociopath. Yeah. Which, I mean, we haven't talked about the... the 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 potion or sorry the poison it mm-hmm. but the, when she mentions when he tells her about the different ways that she was planning on killing her yeah I began to think that Cersei knew that she was the one responsible for Joffrey's death and so that that's why I thought when he pulled oh, out no. the poison no. like when they mentioned that and then the poison came out I was like oh no they actually knew and then that's no because that was Jamie's went. idea yeah it was Jamie's right. idea to give her a painless death because yeah. of the the respect that he holds for this woman gotcha, right. mm-hmm. yeah. and I feel like I feel like if Cersei knew. There's no way she she would gonna, have seen her die. Yeah, she, she would, would have seen her die. Yeah, it was just a thought I had yeah. during you know, during those transitions that season. she would have been in the oh, tower. No. Yeah, right. she killed <laughs> her baby snakes. boy, her firstborn son, her most precious, cherished child. Mm-hmm. She she was upset about Marcella, and uh, did she even give a shit that Tommen died? Because by that point, she was just so. like whatever. She was in full psycho mode. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. you know, so I feel like if she knew, there's no way that he, sure. she was going to let Jamie get away with giving right. Elena a painless death. You know, and and the way that she just breaks it down, to just him uh, is just amazing. a badass until the end. Just to this and day, still the my rela- realization character. on his face because oh. he's been blaming Tyrion this entire yeah, time. Yeah, he's been blaming his right. own brother. The one, and, and he was the only one that really loved his brother. Yeah, he gave a shit about him. Yeah, right. but at, at that point, he was like, "All right, I guess he's got to go." Yeah, and so. So, so she, now he'll be looking at Tyrion in a whole different light. Absolutely. Again. Do so, you think so, though? Oh, I because think so. he did still kill the dad. I don't, yeah. think, I don't think he cared about because Jamie hated his father just as much because yeah. he denied him the chance to leave the Night's Guard and go back home and mm-hmm. take, take over a different life. Yeah. 
Yeah, he kept him. Yeah, he just wanted to. All he ever wanted to be was the Lord of Casterly Rock. Yeah, Yeah. gotcha. Yeah. So, you know, so we see we see Jamie give her the poison and then she gives her just epic, epic, (sighs) epic F.U. speech. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and reveals that she's the one that killed Joffrey. She's the one that that slipped the poison to Joffrey. And that oh my god, that was just incredible. It was just incredible. And the the, the you know the reigns of Castamere playing the mm-hmm. whole time. You know, the song has just the song has become so iconic throughout the show. Obviously, right. we hear we we talk about the song a lot in the books, but in the show, they've created the score, and it's just you know it gets you. It really mm-hmm. gets you. So now the only people who know who actually killed Joffrey is only Peter Sansa and now Jamie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Those are the only ones. Pretty much. So, you know, so we got to, so, so Scott Horn was our guest on the show last week. We got to give him a shout out because at the end of last week's episode, we played who going to die next. <laughs> yep. And he called it, he called, he called lady Elena and she kicked it and we were all mm-hmm. wrong. Well, another so. one bites the dust. What could be a good name? Al was, <laughs> Al was close. He said that he uh, said it first and then he changed his mind. Uh, so no lady sand. Mm. Yeah, he, he thought uh, Illyria was going to die. But like, she might. Tec- she might not. not we don't really dead. know. We'll not see what happens yet. with that. Mm-hmm. But um, all right. So we talked about it. If you listened to the main episode this week, we talked about it there. But uh, we're going to roll out a new segment. Thanks. Thanks so much to my dear, dear friend, Kelsey Rose. Um, Kelsey, you're obviously not listening because all of the spoilers. So we well, we mentioned it, it. It'll be archived. She can listen to it. It's very true. She in, can listen to it in a few months in the when future. She so I'm going to start. So she just started watching Game of Thrones. Uh, and she's, she's tearing her way through it. Tearing her way through it. So, she, so she'll get caught up. She's a she's a fan of the podcast. She's one of my dear, dear friends. And uh, she just started watching Game of Thrones because she wants to be able to listen to this segment. So <laughs> she was live texting me as she was watching season one, episode one. And I think we got all the way through. I think she probably got all the way through at least three or four. I don't. She's binge watching. She has to be. Um so she sent me she sent me a couple texts as she's watching, and I'm going to read uh, some of my favorites from from the beginning of her journey of Game of Thrones. So it starts off with, "I'm not into it yet, but I was like, oh damn, when the kid fell. Also, I want to see his dogs grow up. Also, I want to see where this sister brother super blonde kid's relationship goes, and if she stays with the barbarian dude. And also, I want to know if the midget gets more sex." <laughs> Not into it yet, though. I love that. Not, not into it yet, though. Um, so, she, so she's already. She wants to know what's going on with it with uh, uh, Daenerys. Yeah, she wants to know what's going on with Daenerys. So good, good, good eye. Uh, yeah. You already picked out that that's an important character, right? Uh, and then I don't know who. She, I'm assuming she's referring to Ned. I'm assuming she's referring to Sean Bean. She says, "Is this dude the same dude that says one doesn't simply one one simply does not walk into Mordor, or did they just look alike?" Um, <laughs> Uh, all capital letters. She texts me, one of these eggs is going to hatch. I know it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then, uh, as many people there are who openly admit to loving the show, I would have never guessed there's an entire episode dedicated to this woman learning how to have sex with her husband. Right. (laughs) Uh, Oh my God. And there's more. Okay. Oh my God. He, He just killed the dog and I don't, ever get emotional but they were yelling she's good and i'm so sad am i gonna cry at every episode um i hope the little girl guts that prince kid Uh, by the way i love her i think she's my spirit animal talking about talking about aria of course and the last the the last live text i have with her watching this is oh no i just met hodor and due to facebook i already know he dies but surely there's more story to him than that (laughs) so 
Thank you, thank you, Kelsey, so much for uh, this brand new entertaining segment that we've added to Ames and Thrones. Um, well, well, now we go into theories, right? Yes, we're going to roll into some theories. So I want to hear, I want to hear all your theories because I think, and I feel, well, Dan's chomping at the bit here. Dan's got to go. Well, just because yeah, we just Dan talked is. about Hodor. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go ahead, buddy. Are we going to see a return of Hodor? No. You think? No, I well, didn't we touch on this before where we were t- we were wondering if there was going to be a Hodor White Walker, or was I just talking about that with a friend? Might have been. I, I, That's what I'm thinking. I, I, mean, I don't think he we, went down at the no. hands of the White Walkers. That's what they do. They kill you and then they turn you into one of them. Oh, that would be horrible. You know, that would. I believe he's heart. one of them, but I don't no. think, think they're going to show him as one. Yeah, I think that. I think, I think that would I, been that would be too much heart wrenching. That <sighs> would break my heart. I could mm-hmm. not. Uh-huh. I wouldn't put it past George R. R. Martin though. Yeah. All right. So what's what's your what's your you got some good my theories Sam theory? here. What's your Sam theory? I want to hear your Sam theory. My theory is... Okay, so we, we, last week we played Who's Going to Die Next, and right. I just threw out Sam because, honestly, I had no idea. Um, I don't actually think he's going to die next. I think he's making it to the end. Yeah. And I think that Sam is the author. He's the narrator. He's the one that's telling this history of Westeros. All right. Because he's at the Citadel. Yeah. And the Grand Maester in Episode 2 is talking about He's handing him all these different histories. Yeah. You need to read these histories if you're going to write them. If you don't read them, how will you know how to write them and, and make them interesting? Yeah. Sure. I'm not writing blah, 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 blah. And he re- made this really long title for his history of Westeros uh, for nobody to read it. And he goes, oh, well, shouldn't you have a more poetic title? Right. Like the Song of Ice and Fire? So is oh. Sam George R. R. Martin? Yeah, that's that's hmm. his... That's oh, in, wait a minute. They're okay. Bo- they're both... Large men. Large men. Right. Well, that that's who yeah, that's his character. That's that's who he's I mean, he's the guy that I identify with. So Did I mean, George R. R. Martin just Stan Lee this? Yeah. I think so. Nice. Yeah. Oh man. That's a good so. one. That's nice. a good because, one. Like, I in, like that. In American Gods, uh we get all those coming to America stories. You guys have started watching it, you've seen a few of these, Sarah, you just saw one of them. Yeah. The narrator of those is Mr. Ibis, who is a character in the show as well. Mm. And he's American the storyteller. Spoilers, by the way, guys. It's not, that's, <laughs> that's not a real sto- spoiler. It's okay. Um, but I think that at the end of this, Jon Snow will be still standing, and so will Sam. Mm. And this is, Sam is his maester, and he is telling his story of him coming into power. Maybe. Okay. All right. Maybe. I can see that. I can dig possibly with which, his wife which is Daenerys. why, which is why that that would that would make a really a really strong point against why we think this whole prince or princess who is promised is a red herring because mm-hmm. it's kind of this flip flop back and forth between like Daenerys, John, Daenerys, John. Is it Daenerys? Is it John? Is it and Daenerys? what if they is end up getting together? Like we said, there's a history of that in that family. I don't. They I don't grow think up they together. do. They're only yeah. half related. I don't think they do. And no. and this leads into my theory. So okay. my theory is that Daenerys is going to go rogue eventually. She's going to get tired of all her advisors holding her back from doing stuff. She's going to learn about Lady Olenna's death and mm-hmm. she's going to remember that Lady Olenna said to her, Ooh. Be a dragon. you're a dragon, be a dragon. That's a good. Yeah. So I think that mm-hmm. she's going to go rogue with her dragons. Yeah. And I think that she is going to Cause destruction, wreak havoc. I think one of the dragons is going down, and I think she's going down with it. I think her and Drogon are going down together. Whoa. Because Drogon is named for her dead husband. Sure. Her mm-hmm. son and stars. Moon of my life. Mm. And the stallion to mouth the world. I think I think she's gonna be riding Drogon, and I think Drogon's <laughs> going to uh, spoilers. <laughs> I think Drogon's going down. Uh-huh. And I think she goes down with him. I think she dies, but she helps overtake and she leads 
Jon Snow into power uh, mm. to be the ruler of the Seven Kingdoms. I got another Prince Who Was Promised thing. If you fucking say Bran. Nope. <laughs> no, I'm not saying Bran. <laughs> okay. But it is a Stark. Sansa? Because of the whole gender thing, right? Okay. You hate this whole genderless I hate it so pronoun much. thing. Uh, Sansa or is it Arya? I think it's Arya. Mm. Really? Posing as Jamie. As a faceless man. Ooh. <gasps> yeah. That's how Cersei dies. That's how Cersei oh. dies. That's how Cersei dies. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's oh my yeah. God. Oh my God. Theory. Yeah. That, oh my What's gosh. Up? Oh my God. Mind like alone. <laughs> okay. I really okay. Like okay. This idea. Okay. So here's my next theory and that ties in with your theory. This <laughs> is this. so good. This is so good. So, okay. So the, the Nymeria scene, everyone gets mad at the Nymeria scene and sure. they, then they talk about it as a throwaway scene. It was mm-hmm. unnecessary. No, it was super freaking necessary. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you why. Tell us. Because, because Arya, as a throwback to season one, when she has that whole, that's not me moment. So yes. she looks at Nymeria as Nymeria walks away and says, no, I have to go lead my pack. And she looks at Nymeria and she says, that's not you. Now I rewatched this scene about 50,000 times because it was so painful for me mm-hmm. and I couldn't stop watching it because it was so painful. Right. And you see something in Arya's eyes and you see something on her face and she says, that's not you. And she thinks to herself, this isn't me. Mm-hmm. Arya's not going back to Winterfell. Yeah, I could see that. I think she was on her way, but she changes her mind in that moment. And she's like, no, I know who I am and I know what I'm about. I know what my mission is. So she's going right back, back to, to King's Landing. She's going right back to the list. Mm-hmm. And so if she poses, as, poses Jamie. as Jamie and uses his face, so Jamie does die then. Yeah. That means Jamie definitely dies. Yeah. That's a good twist. Oh. That's really good. <laughs> that's yeah. so good. I like that's that so, so much. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I actually, I, 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 I would like to think that everybody dies. Okay. Like John, Cersei, everyone. <laughs> just clear the slate. Just everybody Dark. just dies. And then the meek shall inherit Sansa Westeros. comes out of the ashes of everyone dying and she just casually walks up to the, the throne. throne and be like, well, I guess I'm it now. <laughs> guess I got to do this. <laughs> like, because she's really like, I, I'm with you. I did not like Sansa. I was like, God, she's so whiny and she's annoying. And, um, but she's definitely come to power. Yeah. In the last, uh, speaking of, of, of Sansa yeah. and power, mm-hmm. when's she going to get some magical powers? I don't think I don't. Bran has magical powers. Arya has magical powers. But Arya had to learn hers. Right. But she has them. Maybe her power is just the power of leading. Like, I, I mean, know. she's I think... had several people guide her. Cersei. John's come back she's to life from the done. dead. Yeah. But again, that's Daenerys not a, is the unburned. That's not like, a stark thing. I don't know. I don't know that we're going to see powers from Sansa. We'll see. Maybe, maybe next episode. Maybe she's got laser we'll eyes. Maybe she learned from Cersei how to control the walkers. Ooh, maybe. <laughs> oh. Sorry, so you got any theories? Oh, man. You guys have already touched on everything I was thinking of, so you guys... Sorry. No, it's cool. <laughs> nice. I, I'm just sitting here, like, recapping everything, and I'm, I'm just... The only thing I keep thinking about is, is Tyrion. Like, mm-hmm. you're talking about character development, and with Sansa... Tyrion. Tyrion went, was this peeing, uh, taking a piss off the side of the wall, mm-hmm. whoring around, and then now he's this, he's, a, he's the, well, he was a hand of the king too, and he's still doing that, but he's developed a lot since choking his last love to death with, with mm-hmm. the chain. Sure. So his character development is just leaps and bounds from where he was. And yeah. I just, I keep trying to think of, 
what's going to happen to Tyrion? Like, is he going to, is, is this it? Is he going to die in the war or is, mm. what's going to happen? I don't know. I think John rules and Tyrion becomes Jon Snow's hand yeah. and they bring peace to the realm together. Yeah. I think it would be very, very. Or if Sansa does rule, she's already married to him. So. Oh. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <bad. laughs> I mean, unconsummated, it's a sham, but it's a sham marriage and <laughs> unconsummated. <laughs> Which I thought that was. Cool I promise, that bro- that I promise, brother-in-law. <laughs> All right, break me. <laughs> All right, so let's go. Uh, let's go. Who dies next? Because I that's that's mm-hmm. that's how I want to end this. That's how I want to end this every every time. Now let's play play a little round of who dies next. Hmm. <laughs> who dies next? I'm going with the hound. Okay, but I think he comes back. Mm. Okay. I like that. You mentioned that last That's, week. Yeah. 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 Right. I like that theory. I'm sticking with that theory. Okay. Going with that. Sarah? I, oh gosh. You know, I love just watching these shows as as they play. You know, I, yeah. I, I see mm-hmm. the theories and, and I get it, but I, I like being in the moment and just like, oh my gosh, like what's going to happen now? Because I have no clue. Yeah. Um, But if I had to guess, I mean, clearly the, the snake... The sand stand girl. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's going to die here in the next, probably the next episode. Yeah. Um, See, but I don't think they're going to show that. I think that the damage no. is done. I think yeah. that scene, I think that scene was it. And I uh, think it was just, it was there to curtain. show sure. how crazy Cersei has become. I don't think we're going to, I don't think they're going to Either gonna play we that never out. see her again or yeah. somebody takes King's Landing and frees her. Yeah. Well, Daenerys seems to be losing a lot of people. So... I want to say maybe her handmaiden. Mm. And that's going to piss off Grey Worm. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. She's his weakness. Right. Mm. Oh, that's good. So that would uh, that would make a very angry Grey Worm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My first thought was Varys or some one of, our, one of our other counselors. But then my thought was, well, this is we've had two episodes of this side is getting pounded and pounded and pounded is losing and losing and losing. Well, now it's time for the, for the Lannisters and somebody on that side to lose somebody important. Mm-hmm. And so the only person I can think of that is not going to make too big of a splash is Braun. Oh, hmm. I know. Cause we haven't seen much of, we haven't seen much. Yeah. Of we him. saw him writing right. with Jamie and, and yeah. I mean, that's, that's oh, a stretch out on. there. I just, I, Cause <laughs> I don't think we see Jamie die, quote unquote die. This right. I don't see it anytime soon. So I think it's gotta be somebody on that side. I hope it's, Randall Tarley, but it could be Bron, though. Okay. Maybe. I think... Um, I don't know. I don't know, because now it's like we're not far enough in that... Like, Jamie can't die next, but sure. now I think Jamie's going to die. <laughs> oh, my God. that's so, I still can't get over how good that is. Sorry. That's a great theory. <laughs> no, it really incredible. is. Um, did you read that off somewhere, or did you come up with it yourself? I kind of pieced a couple things together. Okay. Um... But yeah, I, I think, think that's awesome. how it goes down. I'm going to say yeah. we don't see. I say nobody dies next episode. What? Nobody dies next episode. And the next person to die is Melisandre based off of her creepy, her creepy. Uh, I wanted Varys to push her off the side. of. The cliff. <laughs> I really did. Or she, or that's how she dies. She just jumps off because her work is done. I yeah. Thought that's, maybe I kind of thought that was do. coming too. Yeah. But it didn't. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I'm saying I'm saying nobody dies next episode, and then Melisandre is going to be the next one to die. Because who just hangs them. out on a cliff? You know, 
And brood. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like John that Snow, idea obviously. next episode, no one dies. Though, yeah. Because it's a, it's a building Well, again, I, I next, like next episode's yeah. going to be a setup episode. Right. Sure. It's gonna be, it's gonna, it. I'm telling you, it's going to be a freaking setup episode. Well, and that's why I think maybe it's going to be her handmaiden, because that's going to piss Daenerys off, and maybe that's the point where she goes, okay, forget your planning. I'm just going to ride my dragons and do my thing. Yeah. How do you envision she dies? I, I don't know. That's That one is tough. Yeah. Because she's always by Daenerys' side, so... Ooh. Mm. Hmm. I had a vision of a dragon eating her for some reason. Um, no, That's no, not going to no, happen, no, I'm no. sure, but... Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Jamie's going to go, I think, but not next. No. Yeah, not, not next, not but soon. that's... Yeah. Yeah. And not publicly, soon, obviously. Maybe. I want to see more Gilly. I want to see more Gilly and yeah. Sam Jr. Right? Like, what's going on with that? All right. Well, thanks. Thanks again uh, for sticking around. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, let us know if you've got any any fun fan theories that you'd like to uh, pop onto us. We like your we like your engagement. Um, but we don't want leaks. No leaks. No leaks. None of that. Just no spoilers. No leaks. Just just fun theories. Yeah. Uh, remember, if you enjoy watching on the YouTube, that this is its own separate thing. But I guess you would know that already if you were watching <laughs> the YouTube. That is its own separate thing. I know how technology works. <laughs> alright guys well uh, thank you so much Sarah and uh, Mr. T for sticking around for this segment as well um, we know we ask a lot of our guests for hanging out and recording hours and hours worth of content for us so we really <laughs> appreciate it and uh, until next time we will we're there, we don't have a sign off for this so bye <laughs> that's your sign off that's it <laughs> oh man must die